0: (laughs) are you ready to go man i'm ready all right cool cool let me get right into it man all right, what's going on out there, YouTube? It's going to be Donnie coming to you from Asawa, Japan, Panko Style. I uh, got one of the – one of everybody everybody that comes to my show will say they're special, man, because everybody is a special part of my life, man. But this particular man right here we got right here is one of the really special guys in my life and many thousands of other young men out there, man. It's going to be uh, Coach Dante Jones. I'm 37 years old. Not sure your age is uh, Coach Jones, man, but it's like it's – 44. 44, but, you know, one thing about, you know, get right into it, man. The philosophy of why guys like, you know – Cause again, we our, our relationship was you know coach to player, right. uh, we didn't get the chance to really hang out, man. So it's like until you get to that point, I still call coach White, coach White, boys, everybody the same way. And this why why do you think that's a uh, getting right into it, man? Why is it I um, mean, yeah. why is it that you know dudes, no matter how old you are, you still a coach? It's the re- it's the respect. <laughs> yeah. you know?
1: like I say, I, I, right now if if I hear somebody say call coach Pete, call him Pete or call him Pompey, like I have a problem with. Yeah. I mean because, like I say, that's coach. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when, when when you earn that title and you put in that work, you know what I mean, and, and, and you love the what you do. Like I say, it's a title you earn, and it's 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 a sense of respect, you know. And that's how it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. So that's that's one thing. Cause everybody's like, man, why are you you calling this dude coach, and you you ain't seen him in like almost 10, 20, 20 years, man. But, but yeah, man, like I say, man, just like right in the beginning, cause you know, we'll, we'll talk for a little bit, but in the beginning, man, just I want to let people out there know, man, again, I, you know, I had, my dad was around, but we were separated. And um you guys, man, uh, coaches, um, I'm pretty sure you guys hear it a lot, man, but you guys are very inspirational and uh guys, guys is life, especially those who um honestly we're come to be, to be blunt coming from where we come from Baltimore city, man, you know how mm-hmm. it is. We all know how it is out there and to get out of there, just to be living in in a productive citizen in a, in a, in a, in a world is, is successful, successful. So a lot of people, a lot
1: of people don't understand, like coming from Baltimore is just different, you know, like, like literally you, 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 I've seen so much talent go the wrong way. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's a beast. Like people are like Baltimore is a beast, Yeah, you know? And it, and it devours, you know, and and that's why one thing we always did, we did so much to keep y'all on track, to keep y'all around each other, to keep y'all away from that, you know. Uh, and one thing I love about the parents that we had up at Emerson, one thing they realize is they ain't care how late we kept y'all because their mindset yeah. is with them, y'all not in the streets, you know. So if we all there nine nine thirty ten, they don't care yeah. because they not at, you know. And, and parents, and one of the things the parents always say is they drop kids off August fifteenth, they get them back in December, yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I mean that, that's how it, it worked, man. Because uh, August, like I said, my first time ever playing ball was uh, August fifteenth, two thousand, what 2000, Because 2000. I didn't, okay. I, I lived in. Uh, we, I'm, I'm born in. Uh, I was born in East Coast, East, not East Coast, East Baltimore, Sidonia, St. Uh, Clair Lane. Okay. And, and then uh, we, my mom, she went to Gallaudet College or whatever, and like she, my mom just kind of had the foresight to get us out of East Baltimore, and we got okay. we got over towards uh, West Baltimore, like near um. Uh, near northwestern we we were there first okay. and then okay. I, I went to uh Foster uh, middle school which is right by okay. Pimlico, Pemlico and then mm-hmm. I, you know of course then and went to Emerson and everything man so the only thing he talked about the west the west side was all the teams the, the the Northwood all the guys were on the east east side so that's everybody <laughs> wanted to play for Northwood or you know so it's like man like I don't want to play for these guys it was no teams that I knew um over in the west I remember uh uh the uh, Alcindor, he played for... The, I forgot the team he played for over there by... What's it, by the Emerson. What's that? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Rhino Heights. Yeah, Rhino, Rhino, team, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He,
0: he played over there. But, I mean, at that, by that time, I was already... It was high school. And that's why I met right. I met Alcindor yeah. the summer before I went to... um A couple of summers before I went to Emerson because we, we worked together, actually, before we ever okay. played. Yeah, we worked together the summer jobs and everything. But, man, before we, like, before we get into my story, man, which I'm not going to get into, man, for you, man... I mean, I know you know you're you're Dunbar poet and things like that, man. So like what your progression as a player, like what, what did you where did you start from and then uh you know, what was the highest level you got to in uh football? Well,
1: as a player, like I I started playing baseball. Okay. I played baseball from probably five or six until twelve. I, that's the only that's the only sport I really played. I played football and basketball around in the, in the round of way. Right. But for a team, it was strictly baseball. So when I was 12, I started playing football. I started playing up Northwood. That's funny okay. you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. At Northwood, you know. So I played at Northwood. I mean, you know, we won championships every year. And it's, this is why I tell people about the game of football, and I have no problem telling my story. When I started playing football, I was horrible. Mm horrible like and then, then I was I was my I was the kid who had, had got his five plays that's it you know what I mean I was bad my first year I mean I was because not not really playing till 12 people that, that's kind of late back right, then right you know what I mean so I get there and then these kids been playing since six seven years old you know kids I mean it, it was more, I didn't understand the game I, I was a baseball right so right. I went through the first couple years like getting my five plays you know then I came back and it's finally once I got to you know, uh, my got the plan for a coach named Herb, and I say uh, Herb gave me the confidence to be this to be where I am right now, you know. Because when I first started, I was just uh, I started playing outside linebacker. You know, I wasn't the most aggressive, mm. so Herb seen it. So we in practice one time, he said, "Come here, come here, yo!" And he put me <laughs> a nose guard. I said, "Nose guard." I no, heard I play out there. I'm, I'm in space. I use my hands. Right now, he made me play. He made me play nose guard every practice the whole season, mm. and that just brought that toughness to it. You know what I mean? So, when we got into it, and that was where we play offense until I got to Herb. Herb said, "You're gonna play tight end." That's like that. No, I mean I block a but it's cool. We get in the first game. He called. He called a sixty-one X pass. I'm not gonna i, I like, You know That's to me. I don't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna block a little bit. I'm gonna play my defense. Right. I mean, caught it, I scored. You know what I mean? It was just you know, exciting, mm-hmm. you know. But he had confidence. I remember um it was one game. Rest in peace, big uh fat Antoine. He was our starting quarterback. Gary Smith was our backup. I was the third string quarterback, but I started at tight end. Right. So I used to play every game because we used to blow teams up. Antoine was hurt. Gary was overweight. So I'm like, all right, you know, Herb was like, all oh, right, it's you, man. I'm like, all right, Pat. We're gonna go ahead and hand this ball off, run this <laughs> team up out here. But we started off every game with a bomb. Our, our receiver was Tommy Polly, you know what I mean? All NFL, Florida State. So, I mean? yeah, 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 so yeah. It, it was a bomb to Tommy. So he, he he looked at me. I'm like, all right, what's the play? 44, wham, let's get this play. He's like, no, you know what it is. I'm looking like, her. this ain't what I do. How am I going to put it back? It's all handoffs. Right. You know what I mean? Because we'd be up so much that we can't throw the ball. So I said, all right. I lined up on the center. I remember like yesterday. And the team was like, he ain't the quarterback. I'm like, how they you know? Now, I understand I had number 88 on my chest. <laughs> it did give away. Yeah. So I dropped back. I just threw the ball as far as I can. I had a touchdown. I'm like, it worked Bet. Let's hand this ball off, get, get these three touchdowns, so i come out. We get the ball back. He looked at me again and said, you know what it is? I'm like, no, nah, I heard me and understand it. That first one was a mistake. Yeah, I just threw yeah, it. Yeah. I know throwing it. Get back, drop back, Do it again. Touchdown, all right, back. Cool, that's two passes, I'm good. Let's run his last touchdown. Uh, third time we get the ball back, looked over for the play, did it again. You know what it is. Three touchdowns, three, <laughs> but his mindset was, I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna bring something out of you that you ain't know. Right. And a lot of people, why I dive into kids so hard and I, I see stuff in kids that other people don't, it's because of that. He seen <laughs> something that, you know, I was just, I mean, really, I start off, I was terrible. Right. The progression of good coaching and people just pushing and pushing and pushing until that light came on. And once it came on, I mean, you know, I, I, I was good ever since then. You know, right. and it was that. And also, you know, my, my father, probably when, when football became real for me, was probably I was like playing like 11, 13, right before I got to her. Mm-hmm. The scrimmage, you know, you know, I'm just out there. All right, man, look, I'm standing out the way, just trying to me on Stay clean. I wasn't trying. Get no... <laughs> So after they practice, my father said, let's walk across this field. So we used to practice, we used to practice at Mervo. Okay. Mervo ain't no lights back yeah, then. Yeah. So he walks across towards Hillen Road. So I'm over there in this dark. I'm looking around like, hey, what's up, Pop? He said, oh, get in the stance. So I didn't show my father how i get in this stance. He was like, you know, when I say fire out, come out your stand. Back. He said, go. I fired down. He hit me with the meanest form i ever felt in my life. <laughs> I mean, when I say floored me. Yeah, now I'm sitting there, I got my eyes watery. I'm on the ground, like, "Yo, what's that for?" Yeah. He said, "Get your stance again." I'm like, "No, nah, man, last time I got this stance, <laughs> it ain't well." So you know, I got my stance again. Once again, he said, "You know, come off." Fine, he said, "Go hit me with another form." So I'm sitting there now, I got tears in my eyes, and he said something. And, and I promise you, through my whole career, I'm a Division One college football player, and all I can think of is what he said. He said, Don't ever embarrass me like that again.
2: Right.
1: The college player, if I missed a tackle, I wasn't mad at nothing the coach could say. I wasn't mad at nothing the team could say. All I was think about is embarrassing my father. Right. And I, I mean, I'm 23 years old, a senior in college, all conference. All I could think about is him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. I said, and what he instilled to me. So, like I say, a lot, I, he was my first coach. Like that. Why, why I got the coaching? Because of my father. My father was the, the guy in the neighborhood. Who was to pick all the kids up in the van and taking them to Montebello and Job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take them down. He started the baseball team. You know, I had Antonio Freeman played on my, my father baseball team, my brothers. You know what I mean? He, he was just that guy who did everything for the kids in the neighborhood. Hmm. So a lot of the things you see in me, it's just me just emulating the greatness that came before me.
0: Roger that. Yeah, man, that's one again for that's, you know, what you I mean, all all the coaches, you know. They play their parts, man. But then, just like there's players, man. To, again to be to be blunt and honest, man. There's coach. There's different levels of coaches, man. And the one thing yeah. is the one thing it was uh it was uh apparent about you because I I met I think I I first seen you at MSU, You had the dreads. This was yeah. real about um I, I was already 2000. On, yeah yeah two thousand because it was yeah, yeah same 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 time because I yeah. I played I played that uh, first well, I played that first my first year uh, JV. And then you know mm-hmm. they pick up the they pick up the prospects right. from there, and I, I walked on to uh, Washington at the end of the, the year. Playoffs, I think we playing Hereford, I believe I can't remember, man. Right. But um, right. yeah, man, I seen you, and I, I didn't. I mean, of course, I, I all I knew was you know, Coach Pete and all those guys there. And then I, you were kind of like you were there, but you like weren't. I could man, I could I could sense the or the aura coming off you. But like that when uh. you first came there, it was like you were just kind of like seemed like you were scoping it out. And then like, That's it? and then you kind of like then the next season you were like bam running JV and JV. Did a one in the 80 degrees turn and everything. I'm like, man, who's this guy, man? And then and then and like what? Yeah, and it's like that's Coach Jones, man. And they he was talking about, you know, talking about your, your college days and you know stuff like that, man. I was like, all right, cool, man. And it, it was like, you know, instant, instant, instant turnaround from where it was. And again, man, it was the Ooh. same it, it was the same it ain't, ain't like we got a bunch of free agents in. It was the same kids. Sure,
2: same, yeah. It's
0: the same kids, it's just the way you the way you went about it, man. And um, that's the the reason why Again, a lot of guys out there don't realize that guys that are not in the sports and then also we'll get into your, your own, your own kids. Now, like being, you know, being a, a coach of, of kids, letting them kids being coached by their coaches is another thing too. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Cause yeah. I know that's something. You, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. So as far as you're, like, you like, you go to high school and everything. Then you go to, uh, how was the uh, transition from high school uh, to college for you, uh, for ball wise and everything?
1: It was, uh, it was, it, it was different. Like I say, right. come in. You know, so we, like we went, like, going to Dunbar, like you say, a basketball powerhouse. You know, we are the ones who turned Dunbar from a basketball school to a football school. Right. And it's still a football school now. So we we come in, you know, we, we first year, my junior year, my sophomore year, we play, I played JV. You know, we all, move, I think we lose the uh, city championship to Patterson. Mm-hmm. That was my brother in the senior year. They had a good year. Next year, I move up to Varsity, starting on Varsity. We go to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are a game away from the state. You know, we lost to Overly. Mm. they come back, my my senior year, it was just like, my junior year was the year we had to have that transition going through with Coach Pete. When okay. Coach Pete left with Dunbar and with the Emerson. Okay. And the reason why people don't realize, we had a state championship my, my 11th grade year, hands down. All the talent was there. The problem was the team was divided. mm you had Coach Pete boys, and then we had Coach Stan boys. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? And what it was is because you know the school was telling, oh, Coach Pete may come back. You know? So some people just wasn't buying in the coach. Coach Stan was a great coach. Mm. You no know, hand, hand down, great coach, great guy. But you know, when you got kids, kids are very, you know, impressionable. Right. right you right. know, and you got alumni now, here telling us, no, don't worry, you know, Coach Pete be back next week. So next week, <laughs> next week, it just kept going on. So you got some people who never really bu- were buying the coach Stan. So that was that diversity. Then coming into my senior year, it was already set. that you know, our coach not coming back. This coach stand team, let's go. So we just bought in and we just, I mean, we just turned it up, you know, and we went through. And sometimes it takes a, all that great stuff we did that year. People don't realize our last scrimmage, we scrimmaged a team that was not good. So mm. we, we, we scrimmaged Calvin Hall, we ran through them. Mm. We scrimmaged City, we ran through them. Like, we were just punishing people. We scream in Southern High School. Oh, man. I can't name one person on <laughs> Southern High School team, and they beat the living shit out of us. Yeah. Like they ran through us to the point where we looked at each other like, yo, I, I thought we was good. Yeah. But sometimes you need that, that humbling experience. And from that point, we just we punished everybody, you know? And I, like I say, I had interest from different places, but you know, we had Tommy Powder. Tommy had everybody in the country come to see him.
2: Right.
1: And I tell kids, you are not always going to be that guy. So when when you got somebody who bringing people in, all you got to do is keep shining, and some people will see you. So I went from Del State. I mean, I went from uh, Dunbar, graduated, went to Del State. My brother was already up there, you know, walked into a That was a situation of like, wow. I mean, I mean, in my mindset, because I played outside linebacker in high right. school, I'm 6'2", 163 pounds. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is in my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. We'll a yeah. spring game, <laughs> a spring game. And when I seen these grown men playing linebacker at Dell State,
0: yeah,
1: I'm sitting there like my, I'm, I'm watching like, oh.
0: okay. I watch
1: like, yo, I know, See, the, I, I mean, know the feeling, man. Yeah. three six four Three six four two forty five two. I mean, they was grown, grown.
2: Yeah.
1: I bet. I'm. I get. I get to Dell State. I'm doing my. I'm undersized, but my thing is. What made me different was this: like I use my brain.
2: Right. You know what
1: I mean? And I I know I can't overpower everything, so I'm gonna beat you to the spot. Right. You know. What I mean? So I, that's what I did. I remember we had different practices, and they you know they try to use us as the little stunt dummies. And I remember the co- one coach, Coach Henry. I'm gonna call you out. Coach Henry. Gonna tell me blitz this gap. Oh, so they haven't, I blitz the gap, hit the running back in the backfield. He gonna tell me no, do it again. No, you can't blitz that fast.
3: <laughs>
1: you need to take me out. You think I'm gonna walk through this gap? And I know this God because we ran the wing T. Right. I know coming. I'm not letting this man knock my head off. No. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So go through. As I went through my freshman year, and I'm playing outside, we had and our scrimmage as a freshman. They gave freshmen five plays. I had two tack, three tackles in the pass breakup You know what I mean? So I'm on. I'm on. It like man, look. everybody, like, yeah, you know. But I'm still. Ended my freshman year at one sixty three, left at one sixty three, and gained no weight. So it was. I uh, met, met a guy named Jason Williams. He was start free safety. Mm-hmm. Jason was all world. I mean, he was the, he was the truth. And it was like um, he said, "Hey, son, son, he's called me, son, 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 son. We gonna be a small safeties than me at." I said safeties. I said, "Jason, I play linebacker." He's all right, son. son. Tap in my back and walk away. <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking like, what that means? you know, you know next year i am move to safety. You know what I mean? So right. my like I say, and I tell kids when you get to college, you gotta find something to latch on to. Right. You know what I mean? That, that upper that's born and learn. Like you can't always go in and you can't be an island. Too many people wanna be an island. No, you it's hard to be an island. Right. You know, be yourself, but find something that and he was great. I mean he he, he he taught me so much, and he set both of us back in some ways, too, because Jason was the one straight ball, but didn't lift weights. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? So my thing is, oh, man, <laughs> if you can ball, not lift weight, that's like my type of plan. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> in the year, we both started he, – he started living, so I started living. So I mean, it, it was a great thing, though. So my transition wasn't hard. Mm. It was – so like I said, I go in my freshman year on the field, I think my brother at that time might have been a junior field. Oh, my partner played. i don't done my with it is. He was like a junior, so I, I was just trying to get myself on the field. You know what I mean? So I would I would be in practice, working hard. You know, that's that's me. My mindset is when I once up, I'm gonna go get it. Right. So hard, right. but I wasn't a scholarship athlete at that time. Mm. So what well, my father, my and my father, my father was a G. He told him up there, look, if, if my son touched the field, y'all gonna pay him. So that mindset was we well, gonna keep him on the field. You know what I mean? so I'm going. I'm working hard. Like we, Jason got hurt. He played every safety we had except me. And I, nine, besides Jay Will, Jason was the only safety out there that was better than right. the rest of them. Played every safety. Now I'm sitting there like, oh my. So it got so bad, we went into a Morgan game, and Omar played offense. So that week, Omar said, "This is what I'm gonna do, Tay. I'm coming up the huddle. I'm telling you all the plays." So I'm making. I'm, I'm literally making every tackle in practice. <laughs> I mean, pass. He he, he telling me everything. Like they, you know, um, and the way until they got what they call Sally a double handoff, right, right, and free safety. I made the tackle on Sally's in the backfield from the free. <laughs> Stop the play! They, hold up! Hold up! Who is that? They asked like this free safety. Well, oh, goddamn it, the play can't work then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but like I was doing whatever. I, I was determined, but you know, it, it didn't happen. Right. That whole year, they, they still wouldn't play. I and mean, coming to sophomore year, we got new coaches. So the new coaches came in, and it was, like I say, it was a brand new playing field. Right, right. I'm in, you know, I'm working hard. I mean, like I said, my thing is, always in the back of my mind, my father driving up here, I'm not playing. To me, that's embarrassing. Right. I can't so I'm going to practice, I'm going hard. A, and they a safety, another safety that was starting in front of me. Rick was bigger than me. Mm. So at that time, probably my sophomore year, I, probably was, I was 6'2, probably 185. Mm. Two hundred five, two hundred ten. So he was a bigger, you know what I mean. And he wasn't more physical than me, but he looked the part. That's my guy. He, he looked apart. So we go in, and, and you know, we would get down the goal line stuff. And Rick was like, "Yo, tell you what, I'll go in, man. Anything to get me on the fit? man. I, I'm out there, so I'm yeah. going hard,
2: going hard."
1: You know, our first game come, um, they got him started. I, I, I was backing up. I was a backup, free and strong. So I mean, you know, we go on. We playing Cheney the first game. I'm excited. We have a little um, back to school uh, con- something show or something. So I'm in the student center. I mean, uh, eh, and you know, I'm walking on the steps. Everybody got the tims on untied, twist my damn ankle coming down the steps. Oh man, I ain't gonna listen, but you know what? Nothing gonna stop me from that. Right. I ain't nobody. I iced it. Wrap I it up. It. I right. <laughs> I'm out there. I'm in pain, but I don't care. Yeah. So, first half he started. Bam. The second half they come. It was like, oh, you know, you're going in. Was it? Never looked from that point on. Next week in practice, I'm one. They move me to start free. They move Jason to start strong. I mean, that was history. Like I, I never looked back from there. You know, always yeah. I, I tell kids that it was built to me. Is once I take, once I get on the field, I'm never coming off. You know, what I mean, I don't care what injury. Like I tell these kids, like it don't matter. You know, what I mean, I broke the tip of my finger off the first quarter of one game. Take my finger. I put I put my gloves on. Take my finger together and I played. Yeah. And, went to the train, like, something wrong. He said, oh, yeah, the shit's broke. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it, it was not a – my thing is sitting on that sideline is embarrassing my fault. Right. So no matter what? I mean, I twist my ankle. I mean, my my, my shoulder was – my senior first contact, my shoulder be dead. Like, I mean, it, it was – it don't matter, though. You know what I mean? I knew what was going to happen. I learned how to play through pain. You know what I mean? It wasn't until the, 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 the season over with my head coach. Like, I guess he's talking to the trainer. He didn't know how bad I was. And going to the training room was embarrassing for me. So the trainer would come in at 5 o'clock. I would meet him at 5 o'clock, being there by myself. Like, I didn't want people to see me in the training room because I, I thought it was signs of weakness.
2: Right, right. So
1: i go there at 5 o'clock, get all my treatment, my ankle messed up, my shoulder, you know what I mean? that I'd be gone. So while people go in there during the daytime, people never see me in the training room. Like, I refuse to let people see that. But that's, that's why I teach these kids. Like, when you out there, you can't. Like, it, like I tell, tell yourself you're never too good to be hurt.
2: Right once you get
1: you, you hurt somebody coming in you know what i mean you look at all these college players nfl players will get hurt then somebody coming and start balling right you yeah. never see the field again I, that's my fear i never and that field was enough to drive me to stay injury free even when i was hurt
2: right.
0: right yeah man that's definitely that's definitely a real thing man and that like the, you know definitely one thing i take about take out of that is just like the uh what they say all the time the uh you know preparation opportunity preparation and the opportunity uh, is what you know mm-hmm. brings success and everything. So you could have been like, Nah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and ride this out and, and nurse my ankle, and then you know what you all you just said wouldn't it, wouldn't have happened because they'll put somebody nope. else in, and the other dude is ready for this chance too. And that's what exactly. that's the way I you know. And and again, taking all this stuff I learned from there, at Emerson, and uh, stuff I picked up in Maryland, man, it's like where I'm at where where while well, I'm at where I'm at in my life right now. It's just like mm-hmm. um this grinding and pushing past where other people quit, man. And that's the only thing that mm-hmm. makes you. Uh, better so like you know right now i'm living in japan running my, my business like mm. i'm the only black i'm the only well number one i'm the only black guy in in all japan running a running a business so that's one thing number two mm. i'm the only american on the whole mainland running a uh running my business american wise performance shop and and the and that stuff i picked up out there man and the way i kind of I, I meet people and interact with them man. being from baltimore the street smarts we we gain on top of like you mm-hmm. know the smarts and everything you gain from college and all that good stuff, it's like they don't know how to read you because like I, I can be I can be nice and cordial and then as soon as, yeah. as soon as you say something wrong, it's like not not trying to be a, a dick to people, but it's like hey man, I I was taught by 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 grown men by you by you guys man like don't number mm-hmm. one don't, don't play with adults and know yeah. know your role know your lane and everything and when guys come out of my come from Wisconsin or whatever like hey man look this is how adults interact. And this is why, you know, when, when coaching, when coaches were talking, you didn't run up into a coach huddle and just start talking. Hey, you waited for those coaches to finish talking. Then you go over there. Yeah, you that know, is, that's yeah. one of the things. Coach Peter tell you, hey, man, back up or shut up or whatever. Like, hey, man, we talking right here. Let's let the coaches talk. And then when we got time for us, we'll talk to you. So a lot of people don't get that, man. And like it's it's. It's, you know, football is a big thing. Of course, that's why we're all there, but it's the life lessons yeah. that we learned, man. The August 15th, when you get that old Modi shoulder pads, like, you, you got to work with them. You, you got you, to you, you yeah. gotta, gotta put them on, you spray them off or whatever. You, 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 you put them on, go out there and play, man. And that's that, that character that uh, a lot of guys that unfortunately, not, I'm not saying it's not unfortunate and not from that, but it just gives us that thicker skin. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, me going to Iraq and everything, man, it's like that stuff plus Iraq plus being from Baltimore, it ain't much that's gonna rattle me, man. It's not. It. It's not much that's gonna that's rattle me, and that goes towards like now. I'm not. I, I do martial arts, man. I'm pretty high up in martial arts, and um, if it wasn't yeah. for cars, I'd probably be fighting MMA and everything. But I do that. So that that stuff right there, man. When you get in those tough moments where somebody's about to tap you, I'm like, nah, man. August fifteenth, hottest all two yeah. days. That big hill. Th- this ain't nothing right here, man. You know what I mean? Ben, like, it's, <laughs> it, it, it,
1: it, it's, it's as an adult, it's decisions we I, I still make that right. goes back to football and summer practice and being down and being hurt and you know what I mean, running and like I say, I, I, in high school we had a coach that coach thing trying to kill us, right? Like, like that's back when you had water breaks, yeah. Right? yeah. So <laughs> you know, everything, no water breaks, no nothing. Like, but it, it made us like little soldiers, yeah. You know. And I've been beat down and, and come back. Right. And that's a good of in life. Like it's, as an adult, this thing that's going to happen, you can't just, oh, man, the, the car messed up and, and, and this happened and that happened. You just can't quit. right? And I guess like that that process, it, it just grows. And one thing about coming from Baltimore, it's hard, people hard to read. It's easy to read just somebody who just have a Baltimore mindset. It's right. the Mindset. Right, right. When well, you got the hood mindset, but you got the brain, and that's <laughs> that's scary, right? Because we can enter any realm, yeah. sit down, business, business, and time and talk that same language to them folks, and then we go on the corner and talk that and talk their language. <laughs> yeah. you know
3: what I mean, yeah,
1: that, yeah, yeah, being yeah. able to be a chameleon, right. you know what I mean? We, we can we can fit in every world. That that that's what because people want to label you. They want to look at it and say, "Oh, you got a mohawk. You you belong over there." And that's it. Yeah, no. Over there, cause I can be over here. I can go to this business meeting. I can go to hood. You know I mean? I can go strip club. I can go anywhere and, and and fit and understand and be good. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great. Right. So that's 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 why you gotta you gotta have a lot of different sides of yourself. You just can't be one way because one way gonna get you one lane of money. Right? You got multiple ways. You can get multiple lanes of income. You can deal with multiple different people. And that's
0: major when you're trying to be great. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. That's again. That's the, uh, another that's another big thing, man. Has been multifaceted because you know, in the in in football thing, thing kind of going back a little bit for me. Um, I again, I came, I came into Emerson that summer two thousand. Again, I, I had Jason Murphy on here, man. Jason, there, Danny, Raytron, Leak, all these, all these guys. And at that time, you know, what I mean, I felt like I was. Everybody's calling me big guy and everything because I was lifting weights at fourteen, taking creatine, so I was big. Uh-huh. I was getting bigger. And then I got there, I'm like, man, these dudes, man, you know what I mean. <laughs> then I get, I get to college, and then you got Shawn and Vernon Davis. I'm like, man, these guys. I'm like, so it started over. But when I got to Emerson, man, it was just like, um, you know, I played, we played a lot of street ball out there, and and you know, like play ball, they call it rugby or whatever. We just play, you know, no, you know, contact football with no pads out there. We, that's how right. we do it. So you know, one thing I used to do, I used to model, I to Barry Sanders and, and uh, Natron Means were my guys, okay. like, Emmitt Smith. They were, I wanted to be a running back that's all when I got the I'm like man how do you be a running back or whatever so number one the first day of practice I like I told Jason I, I didn't even finish that man and that right there was a that right I, I left uh I left the midday summer practice I didn't even make it out of calisthenics, man because I I never oh. played football never played any oh. organized sports so I came there I didn't I didn't hydrate which is a big thing out there guys watching all right I didn't I had no hydration zero water I took uh some creatine that morning so all that acid yeah, build up, yeah. up. I mean I'm burping out there. I'm burping it out, man. Then I got boots on. I got uh I got these swishy pants on, sweating the side of the loose. <laughs> and I'm like so like dude, everything was wrong. And, and it's like it's 85 degrees. The sun is out We're on a baseball field, no shade. And uh no shade. we're doing the calisthenics, man. I already start feeling woozy. And then by the time we get into like the, the the drills, I'm like, I'm done, man. I just I like I just man, I know they see me and they be like, man, whatever. I walked away alongside of the building. From, like, uh, those two weeks where I missed the whole summer practice and then, like, I, I uh, all that summer, man, I just kept seeing, like, Lowell Giants was coming on and all this other – all this football okay. stuff was just, like, everything I'm seeing is football. I'm like, dude, I can't and, – and that was, you know, for me, that was a, that was something that, that showed me, man, like, you know, even though, like, inter- inside you can say what you want, man, but you know when you're not a quitter, man. Like I said, what your dad <laughs> did for you, put you in – I didn't have nobody like that to, like, check me or whatever because nobody even knew I was going out there, but – so I was like, man, th- this is not me, man. So I went, I went to uh, Coach Pete. I went in his office. I was like, hey, uh, Coach Pete, you got a second? I was like, hey, I'm the guy that um, I'm the guy that left the way. He's like, yeah, I seen your ass. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Coach. He's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I seen your ass. Then I was like, hey, I was like, hey, Coach, you know, I never played ball or whatever, and I really want to do this. And uh, he was like, all right, go downstairs and um, you know, uh, you know, see the coaches, JV coaches, and uh, talk to them, or whatever. So I got my gear, showed up JV, and that, you know, so I pretty much got my my tryout there. And mm. again, man, it, one of those things was um, and I, and I being a man now and looking back at what I, the actions I was doing and things like that, um, I felt that I had the physical capabilities and everything. But the thing about it, man, again, as soon as I got like you say, you I didn't know at that time because I didn't play the ball, so I didn't know like, hey, man, if you can't get running back, get wherever you can get. So I, I figured, I figured, man, you know, I, w- I want to play running back or whatever. So when I didn't, I asked the coach. He was like, man, get get your ass over there, man. You didn't even make some practice. You can't ask for. No fucking position, <laughs> and uh, and so you know I go over there, Coach Boulet, and I forgot the other guy. I can't believe him. I Coach forgot. Boulay, and,
1: uh, uh, Joe? Uh, no, Joe, Joe, Joe,
0: yeah, Joe Page, Joe Page. Yeah, So I, so he was like, yeah, get over there, whatever. So you know, I, I started doing this. They put me at uh, D lineman or whatever, and then um the special teams or whatever. And special teams kind of became like it was like, hey man, look, when if I get like you see if I touch that field, man, like I wasn't yeah. making I wasn't making plays, but. When I touched that field, man, I was blocking, or I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was turning myself into a missile, and whoever hit the ball, so <laughs> that's, that's why it, I, made, I made my, I made my plays on there, man. In the special teams, I'm like most people, are like, ah, oh, man, I can't. I'm like, dude, I'm on the field. They lump, they put me out there. I'm going go on there. I'm running. I'm like going towards the ball. I'm hitting somebody near the ball or the ball carrier, so that's what I, I did, man.
1: Yeah, man.
0: And the uh, so like again, that that right there, man. You know, one of those things that kind of, I mean, in my career, my football career, as far as high school, look look like knowing what I know now, man, and thinking about, it, I'm like, dude, I, I screwed myself because because I didn't get that running back position. I was kind of sour about it, and then also I started oh, learning man. about it. Then, fucking uh, next <coughs> summer, Mark, like what's the, Mark, not, Mark, Mark came two thousand two. No so I see him I'm like, man, ain't no fool in the world, man. I'm gonna get this now. I mean, this is crazy. Dynamite kid, man. So I, and I knew, it was like, man, Mark been scouted since, since P.E. Wee, man. And, and and the Mark, Mark been, they knew about Mark since Mark put on those pads the first time. So, like, then I knew it was like, it was levels to the game before high school. I didn't know that. So I knew, I right. learned things more. And then again, I got around Coach Sham. And, and I, I want to talk to Coach Sham as well, too, man, because, at the time at the time i felt like coach sam was like sliding me or whatever but what i realized i guess i had pot- i had potential but he he seen it and then i, I didn't mm. really live up to that full magnitude of what mm-hmm. i could have been because again i was sorry about not being a running back so i was like well, whatever I'll, you know, I'll do whatever and it's like for him it's like hey man he wanted these guys you got your own kids you got to coach mm-hmm. all these other guys so I mean, outside of, like, kind of pushing the guy along, if a guy really doesn't want to do it or really ain't showing the interest, you, you're going to move on to those who want to put that – put that uh, really put it down mm-hmm. and then kind of – not saying like you're leaving them behind, but if a guy's really been that stubborn as a coach, you got to know when to be pull back or just ignore him. And actually – so Coach Sam ignoring me made me actually play mean, harder. It, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. As coaches, <laughs> we play a, a lot of stuff. We play mind tricks.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Mind tricks is – we got to know, like, like – what makes you tick? Right. Like, I have certain players that if I ignore them, they will go, in a will drive so crazy, they'll go so hard. Right. And, and you got to know your player. I, I got some player like, you You can't curse every player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> one player. I had one player, like, I remember Sterling and Mark. I'm going to give you some examples of the two. They, they were so similar where they would go crush somebody, and they would come on and feel so hype. And I would look at them like, I ain't impressed. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> And that would drive them crazy. They would go out there and try to hit somebody even harder. Yeah. Quarterback, quarterback, my, with Curl. I never, I never hired that Curl a day in my life because that he wasn't. That was him. I would tell Curl, I would say, come here, Curl. I love you. I need this. Curl would go out there and do whatever it is right. because to motivate him. So like the the the, the better coach, the great coaches are the ones who have diversity in their coaching ability. Mm-hmm. You. You can't blanket everybody. You, you know, you see some coaches; all they do is holler, fuss, and cuss. Right. You're gonna miss a lot of kids. You see some coaches who just the mild coaches. You're gonna miss some kids. Some kids, it, it takes that. Right. And, and you got to understand what makes kids tick. You know, sometimes I had one kid, Terrence Wilson. Lord have mercy. Terrence came to Edmondson, a grown man. You know, this a uh, uh, big Sy- Sykes little. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So ter- ter- I mean, he come in 6'2", 185, <laughs> grown. So, but his, I mean, he was allowed, he was out of control. Mm-hmm. So, what he want pretty much through pop, all because he was just, he was a better athlete than most kids. He right. was playing so, when he get there, I mean, you know, in trouble, I had to go to, I had to sit in his classroom with him. You know, I remember one time it was so bad The teacher called me. I said, man, look, I done ran him all through practice. I took him out of class, took the live room, put his cliques on. We went, ran right a hill doing class. i was like, if you ain't going, if you ain't going to do sports during doing class, go get something out of it. And it so happened that, his classroom was right there by the hill. So his whole class in a window, the teacher let them watch him run hills, and it was hot. <laughs> so it was blazing hot. He, yeah, sweat. he was yeah. like, You serious, coach? And well, we ran hills. Yeah. So then, it, he still ain't getting it yet. Because one thing I learned, he was such a freakish athlete that running didn't really faze him. Right. It, it got the minimum out of him. So we, uh, I think it might have been a sophomore year, freshman, sophomore year, we're going to Merville. You know, on the bus, we don't talk. So we drive, we driving, we driving. driving. I, he back there. He just talking. So I turn around, make eye contact. All right, cool. You see? I, all right, I turn back around. He start talking some more. And it so happened that that year he took uh, Marquita with Low Speedy. He took Speedy's spot.
3: Mm.
1: Speedy was the same, but Speedy come back, came back and can't and out of shape. You you know what I mean? So I remember, and this is why I respect my parents at Emerson. So his father came out, came back, and said, Coach, can I talk to you for a minute. I was like, What's up? Um, so what's going on with Speedy? I said, he fattened out of shape. He followed up and said, I told you to work out the summer. That's on you. And that was it. Right. So we were the bus going to Maryville. I looked at Speedy and said, Speedy, you up. And all am head turns back there. What did he say? What did he say? We get over You Speedy's, you know, Speedy pump now. Like, you know, because he, he could have, he coming to a scene Speedy could have quit. I ain't starting. I don't care. Said a word. Played this special team, played this backup role. Once he got a shot back, he just balled. But see, with turns, I set turns from that game until like the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it might have been in this game because I had to physically and mentally break it.
2: Right. You know
1: what I mean? Because if, if that didn't happen, Terrence was gonna be dead in the jail. Because he was he was grown. You know what I mean? And when you that grown, you that tough, streets love people like that.
2: Right.
1: And so when I like I literally uh, I literally had to break and from once I once I set up all them games. I never had an issue out of turns the, next, the rest of his time at, at Emerson. Right. You know, I mean? But it took, you got to understand the niche. Like, running him didn't hurt. You know what I mean? And doing other things we did to them didn't, didn't, didn't hurt. But him sitting and watching, it, it, game after game, that humbled him so much that that was it. Right. You know what I mean? From that point on, he balled the rest of his, his, his time there with no issues. Yeah. So, but see, a lot of times coaches don't realize that, it's the bigger picture. Did, did Terrence on the field give us a better chance to win? Yeah, but I had other kids who could do the same thing. But it's it's, it's the bigger picture. I got to break him for life. Right. You know what I mean? If you won't break him right now. Terrence don't. Terrence not with us. He would no longer. I know he wouldn't made it. Right, 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 right. Murray got his own business doing all these great things because we poured into him and we understood that winning is, is always bigger than winning games.
0: Roger that, Man, and as that, for the guys that are watching this, man, that's another thing, right? Again, that it sets. It, it's it's easy to coach when again you're in a rural place, everything good, good community, good clean, no violence, no drugs. Like you, ain't, you're not you just run about coaching. And maybe maybe mm. maybe a dude got his heart broke with his first girlfriend, or maybe some some domestic stuff or stuff like that. Right. And when you got friend, right. when you got all that that I just said, plus the cops, plus the drugs, plus you know going to the store to get milk, and you get in a crossfire, man like you got to deal with a lot of different things and then like you know guys yep. out there again unfortunately for me uh my mama i was a, i came from a pretty good background so i didn't have like i, I just i was trying to learn a game because i didn't why well, well i was i was trying to i guess I, I should have been trying to learn the game but i was like lifting weights and just getting stronger and playing lacrosse and everything else but, like, mm. I didn't have, like, the – the I mean, there was some domestic stuff there, but it really didn't affect me. But, again, you got kids that are dealing with, like you say, if a guy's coming from, like, a house pl- – a place where his dad is yelling at him and the mom and beating the mom up, and then, like, the coach is, like, doing the same thing, he's like, dude, I get that at home or vice versa, man. So, that's where, I mean, again, at that point, I wasn't even thinking about what you – I just – like, coaches, man, kind of just seem like teachers because, you know, you see a teacher at the mall, like, hey, man, they go to the mall too? And you just see right. co- coaches just kind of be like – they, they kind of like – they come across as teachers like they don't – see you guys don't seem human because it's like to us, man, you got that clipboard, you got all these plays in your head, and we ain't know – I mean, hey, man, you got bills, you got kids. Now that I know it's a man, you guys are doing all that stuff, all the practices, dealing with all these personalities, plus your own life. And, and every day you come there, every day we're there through a three, whatever, at the locker room, man. Like It's just like we felt like – I felt like as a player, like you guys – I'm like – you know, in the daytime, you guys are sitting around going like this, twirling your thumbs, like, nah, man, you're <laughs> like, nah, man, you out there working. And then, like, nah, man, you don't know, Coach, man, got a lot lot to deal with, man, before you get to working with all these personalities, the prima donnas, the the, the guys who want to be rough, the guys who don't want to pay attention. So you got mm-hmm. 50-something players with different personalities, maybe some of them similar. So, man, again, man, it's, you know, it's, uh, I mean, uh, mad, mad appreciation to what you've done over the years and uh Appreciate the that. things the things you deal with and everything man so kind of moving from that a little bit man it's like because i hear him in the background man you got the kids or something in there running around and everything yeah. so like yeah. like like your own kid how, how many how many kids you have and how many how are they involved in uh different sports and everything
1: oh seven seven kids oh, my man. oldest oldest is uh 22 he lives in atlanta right now got a right. uh, cut in half okay. so, you know he played lacrosse he played uh football uh he wrestled okay uh, he went to college with wrestling. Then, you know, he came back and he decided that he wanted to do barber school. So, bam, he rolling. Like I said, he's he doing well. Right. Proud, very proud of him. And uh, under him, it's Lil, Lil' Dante. Lil' Dante, he runs track at Dell State. He'll be a, a sophomore. So, you know, he's he doing well. Good GPA, like I say, he, he came through the process of he was a more running, you know, wasn't getting what he needed. And he finally came up here with us and he and just blossomed to a right. state champion um all state, you know, so he doing real well. Under him, then you have Chloe. That's my uh my lacrosse baby. Yeah, yeah, I see her <laughs> Yeah, she's like, so she she's doing a great thing. Like she's he, a sophomore. Say, tell her or.
0: tell her keep you keep, <laughs> keep it on deck, man. keep it on deck,
1: man. So yeah, so yeah, she played lacrosse. Um she's a sophomore, right twenty third in the state. Um like I say just in, in right now one good thing, like I said, with all this craziness going on with quarantine and this stuff, yeah, like them two, they still working. Yeah, I see
2: it. yeah I mean,
1: yeah, four to five days a week, we, we getting it because you know, I like, think when the world will back up, we got to be ready, right? Right, so, and, 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 and the whole point, you know. So, like I say, and all my girls, so the oldest two are boys and the rest five girls, Damn. and they all are all playing lacrosse and, and volleyball. Yeah. So, like, man. It's, it's, it's always live in the house, you know, but, you know, it, it, it's a good thing. Cause like I said, I, I kind of, I split them up, right? you know, so when I train, I train, I like guess we do something with Chloe and Dante, then Corey and Clark, we'll do something that I get the little two, the little two got all the energy. They have yeah. they, a ball of energy all the time, you know, but it's good because they get to see their sister go through this process, you know, and sometimes is seeing somebody go through something, it makes it easier for you, so right. makes you hungry.
3: Right.
1: So then the older kids go run the hill. The little kids like, Dad, why you didn't take us to the hill? So then I had to take them out there to run the hill. <laughs> so start off, I would just let them go like like a little ways up, you know, because I was because the hill steep. Right. Like that. Why do I kinda go the little way? Why can I go all so now when they go out there, they go all the way up the hill. Yeah. You know? And they, and they push it. You know, like I say, that's like I can say, having a good foundation, you know, man. I got a, a strong wife who is very supportive, you know. Like I say, she's the academia when it comes to the kids. So, you know, all of them, like I say, uh Dante is dained list, Chloe is uh, uh, uh president on the road, you know, all the kids get straight A's or A's or B's, you know, because they're a part. You know, when it comes to the athletic side and the mold and the mentoring, that's my part. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to have a team. You know what I mean? Like I say, and that's just like even, uh, you know, your marriage and your parenthood got to be like your coaching staff. You just can't have a whole staff full of offensive-minded people right. and right people because that's not going to work together. You know what I mean? You can't have a whole staff of just mild-mannered and defensive guys.
2: Right.
1: So you got to have the Coach Sam. You got to have the Coach Pelé, the Coach Pete. The coach, white, you got to have different and in your marriage, same thing.
2: Right, right, right.
1: And you got to have that balance, you know, because the things I'm passionate, I go hard about, she might be, hey, you might want to calm down a little bit much. You know Maybe I mean? The things, some things she, <laughs> oh, hey, look, you're know doing great. But so it's a good it's a good mixture and balance, you know, and that's important, you know, because the kids got to have it all. Right. You right. know? So that, 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 that's that's my take on, like I say, marriage is partnership. Oh, yeah. And, no, no, no. and parenting is partnership. You know, yeah. you got to – it's a team, you know, and you got to know your limits, you know. Sports is me, so I'm running around here, that, and there. You know, like she comes to the game, she don't say a whole bunch, you know, until she might see something. She see something, <laughs> you get excited that you're hear this this screech that comes out of nowhere. Because yeah. I remember that one tournament uh, that Chloe had, and, uh, you know, she, she first she was saying a whole bunch, and something happened, and I was at the other end. And I was like, You battle! And then it was discreet so bad that my parents, like, It's about time, man. You know, because they were just so excited to hear her. Yeah. And then she's like, saying, and my son, he was running, I think we, he was running to meet the champions. It was after they won state championship of Delaware, they got another meet.
3: Mm.
1: It was actually, we were down you know and she just let this scream out let's go and you could just see how it just boosted him you know what right i mean right he heard right it and, and, and cuz he, he he always hear my mouth and like sometimes you got to you got to have that mix up you know what mm-hmm. i mean he always hear me go in in him so when he heard mine that's man look he turned that thing on you know and finished off the strong you know yeah
0: man yeah that's that's, that's what like then seven i ain't know you had seven man like you i got I, I got 3 and i, I felt like I'm I'm doing something man so i got I got two I got two boys and a uh and a girl what, uh four two and uh she's about ten months and okay. um, yeah man and the boys man it's like another thing when the kids not now having my own it's like man it's man I guys out there who 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 haven't had kids man when that you know when that my my first kid came out it's like everything all the all of the the little petty dumb worries you have and everything man all that stuff seems meaningless. And then like, hey, I mean, I'll tell you the hey, truth, man, man. For, about, for about three months and then after that, you know, the world comes back and you got bills and it kind of, but like, man, for me, uh, every time I see my kid's face at the end of the day, man, it's like a reset because you deal with the world and all the stuff yeah. out there. And you know, as, as, as a, most men, how we were brought up, man, you don't, you don't come home and complain to the wife, you know, you talk no, to her sometimes, but <laughs> you, you can't be because you she, your wife ain't married a dude. She ain't looking for a dude as a crybaby. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. my, I don't my wife don't know much about what happened. Now she's working at the shop, so she see it now. And I'm like okay. I'm, I'm teaching her the ropes and everything in the business because I'm like Japanese. My wife's Japanese. Okay. Japanese are kind of they wanna they, they're non-confrontational. So okay and that ain't you know what I mean I'm like, nah, I need you to say it just like I'm saying it. Don't don't yeah. don't, don't 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 jazz it up. Don't make it rosy because <laughs> this is business. So when I talk to these Japanese guys, I lose credibility a little bit because I got a woman speaking for me. That's big here. Like they don't, they they respect women, but they got their thing. You know how yeah, yeah, yeah how yeah. They, how women should be or whatever. But the women in Japan, Japanese women are not weak. They're just they play that role. Then behind the okay. scenes, they talk their stuff and everything. But my wife actually is um. Yeah, I would say she got, well, before I got my, before I got to my wife, you know, it's around the military base, man. So like everybody else, okay. they, they, they meet Americans or whatever. So I wasn't the first American she was with. So I okay. had to kind of break down, you know I mean? When she met me, I'm a black guy or whatever. So why you ain't, why you ain't got on the, uh, you know, the, the Kobe jersey and the Timbs? I'm like, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against yeah. it, but I had my own right. style, which was, you know. Keeping it minimalist, keeping it clean. I was racing cars, so she 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 just assumed that all black guys that she met before were like you know hip hop. So where's your Mm -hmm. mixtape at? I'm like nah, I ain't got a mixtape, but I I make music. So you know what I mean. So like she, I I kind of shocked her culture a little bit of what she learned and everything. But my wife actually, I locked up man. She's not. She's very um. She's Japanese, but she's very open minded. So she's she's open to take like the things that you know she's flipping out about something that's small. And again, I'm like, again, yeah, I'm from Baltimore. I've been to Iraq. I've been to Emerson. I've been through all this stuff, man. It's not that big of a deal. Clean up the milk, and move on. So she's good to go. But that, uh, you know, the, the kid thing, man, it's, um, it's just, again, man, it, it just, for me, man, guys are there who are afraid to have kids, man. It, it refocuses you. It gives you even mm. more drive, because I didn't, I, I had drive before. And then after having my kids and, then, and seeing their faces, like, hey, man, I can't, I can't let these kids down. It's like I mean yes, I got yeah. I got to be literally dead man and I I've, I've been here working with a fever, it ain't the smartest thing to do but it's like, it's like that it's something it's something that uh inside of you yeah. man to provide and it's like yeah. I'm out there may maybe take an hour more to do a test, but I got it done we got paid we paid rent and I I go mm. home and go to sleep or whatever but you know and and, and kind of like getting on that man because I got my, my kids and everything I want to talk about with them but as far as being a coach. Of kids that being his coach, man. What's your what's your ideology on that man. And like, when like as a coach that's had all these kids, man. When do you kind of get in there or kind of back off or whatever? What's your relationship with your kids, coaching things like that? Has it been?
1: Oh, see, for me, is is fun. To, I understand the game, right? And understand the coach. One thing about I don't coach my I don't coach against a coach, right? My thing is like say when, uh, uh, with uh with track. Like I say, most of my kids are. are Besides, so Shea played football, but like I say, I'm gonna push you to be to go hard, to, uh, to listen, and to just play your best. You know, I don't coach X's and O's, and don't do this and don't do that. No, I coach effort. Right.
2: You
1: know, and one thing, what like I can say, if you're going hard, right. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be that 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 parent that say, don't listen, your coach wrong. Right, right, do it right. my right. way, hollering and different. I remember we was at one tournament Chloe had, and I know her speed. So when you're not running to what I know, right? I can't cry for that. You know, and, and and I walked over at like at halftime. And I went over because the field was like I had to go around. I went up on a little hill behind a tree. I just want to make eye contact with her, and I looked at her and I said, "You know better. <laughs> and I guess this was she was just started playing for a, a, this this new club team. She was like 11 playing uh 15 under. Right. So the coach, I think the coach thought I was trying to coach her after the game. I said, Coach, I know. Her ability. I said, I'm never going to say shoot or don't do or don't do that. But when she ain't running to the way I know she can run, oh, we got a problem. Right, right, right. You right, know? Right. And that's one thing. I, all, that's why all, I have had no issues with any of my kids' coaches. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing is, I'm pushing. I remember um, Dante in, in the States and I, my game, because I'm a coach. I understand my game. Right. So his coach told him, in over 400, if you don't run a below a 50, you're not running in a four-by-four. Four. It was a state championship. So he called me, and he was so, he was so hysterical. Dad, he said, if I don't run this, and I, know what I said? Well, I guess you better run. <laughs> you know, yeah.
3: I'm not going
1: to call a Coach. How nah, would <laughs> you do that? Yeah. You, he, nah. He went out there and did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, as a coach, I kind of, I, under, I knew he was doing. You know, it's just challenging your kids to be great. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like I say, kids get to that point where they they, they take their foot off the pedal. Right to motivate them different ways, you know? Like I say, and, and that's, I understand that part. So I've never been that guy. You know, I, I listen to what she did the coach said, this, this, and this. And I understand, I can decipher between what the coach means. Yeah, the coach said this, but I know what they're trying to do.
2: Right. Or
1: there, I, I need to have them meet. I understand. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, I can't say she's like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: we understand that role, though. Right. You know, she, I understand. I said, baby. And see how this go, you know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta sit back and let people work because it's 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 methods to this.
2: Yeah,
3: I,
1: you know what I mean? I got a kid right now coaching all star team. My <laughs> child Chris went to Fox Park. Um, we was in a uh, Baltimore City, Baltimore County all star game, and we out there, and it's cold, it's raining, and, and he was like playing like he he want to fall. I said, oh no, I said come in for a minute. See that mud right there. Lay right there that mud for a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at him like I'm dead, sir. So yeah. he got it, but he was trying to hold himself up. Yeah. So I sat back in the mud, you know, and his mindset, I know he was thinking like, what is this dude? He crazy, what is he doing? Yeah. I, I had to show him that no matter whenever you on this field, it's about being too you you can't play timid any kind of way. That's how you get hurt. Right. You, know, you can't worry about being wet, you can't worry about being cold, you can't worry about he's being hurt. You just got to go. And like I say, them life lessons. Right now, I talk to him probably a couple – at least a couple times a month. We just start. He was like, Coach, you really made me lay in that mud. I was like, it work? <laughs> you know? Yeah. He was like, yeah, you, you right. You know? And that's what, like, these life lessons, you know? But, like I say, back to, like, the coaching part, you got to let – put your kids in position. When you put your kid with a coach in a program, like what we did with Chloe when it's time to go to high school, we it was between two high schools mm-hmm. in Delaware going to. They were both the top two lacrosse program. Like, she just wasn't going to any school. You know what I mean? I'm not going through, sending her to a school where I know they don't have great coaching. Right, right, then, right, right, right. Uh, so it was between the, the private school, Ursuline up in Wilmington, and Cape, which is the top lacrosse school in the state. They won the state championship every year, you know. And the choice came was because I would have to take her to Cape. Cape, like, 45, both them 45 minutes away from where we live.
2: Right.
1: So, Ursuline private school, they had a bus that comes to Dover I would have to take her, you know what I mean? So, I mean, so, you know, and, and that coach at Ursa, one of the top coaches in the country, like, you know, especially like, she's the truth. Like, she I, – I I, I got in a situation where I know that she's getting well coached. Roger, no.
3: Yeah.
1: All we got to do is keep grinding and making her stronger, faster, you know what I mean, working on that mental, you know. But as far as, like I say, when you put your kid – when you give your kid to a child to a coach, you got to let them coach. Right. I've – I know a parent ain't gonna dictate nothing I'm doing as a coach, so I'm not gonna be that parent.
2: Right.
1: I've dealt with me on a small scale because, like I said, Evans, I dealt with that quick. You know what I mean? Like, look, you got a problem with what we're doing with your child, you can take
2: them.
1: Right. Hands down, we ain't going through all this. Ain't ain't no back and forth. You just, I've dealt, and one thing I was always good at is when parents had a problem, well, why my son ain't playing? Come to practice. Yeah. I'm sure yeah,
2: yeah.
1: you know what I mean? And, 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 and it's, it's sad time. the sad part is these parents don't have real discussions with their kids. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I Dover and some kid transferred from Jersey and his father and he, his father wanted more than he wanted. Oh, my son was all this in Jersey, but he quit because the team was sorry. That's a no, flag. No, no,
0: no, I'm no. I'm
1: like, yo, you talking to somebody who do, who do this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. a flag right there. So we get to practice and every time we get to banging, his there's no one, no phone.
2: Yeah.
1: Goes to the athletic director. I don't understand why my son ain't playing. After that, come to me and was like, do the need a set of me? I said, no, I do me. Tell his father to come to practice. So we came to practice. I, I waited to, I see his father in the stands. Good. I got, got in the because he was lying I put him in a the drill with with a dog. <laughs> the dog put him on a trap. Let him again. He did it again. Looked up at his father. His father put his head down. Let's go back to practice. Yeah. You know yeah, I'm gonna show you. That. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like it's a re- for one thing as a coach. I'm never not gonna play a kid because I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Any kid that's not playing, one thing you you know, like I'm gonna sit there and let you know this is what you're not doing. You know what I mean? If you do this, 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 and this, this is how you're getting the field. I don't ever want it to be a guessing game. You know what I mean? I want you out there. You you go. You working hard. You doing everything. You know what I mean? That, I went through that. I mean, my, my freshman year on the field, I went through that. I'm doing everything right. I know my, I know the defense. I'm going hard, but they will not play me. Right. But I understand I didn't know the other side of what going on. So, like I say, as, as any kid I coach, you're going to know exactly why. So, like I say, it's never that, that 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 problem. So, as a person, I'm never ever 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 going to be that
0: guy. Right. Yeah, that's another thing too. Like when you go out there and in, in, in the games, man, you're like. You gotta, you gotta. It's like it's hard, man, to step outside of yourself and see, man. Like I'm probably the only guy in this stand right now that's that that's a coach of of guys that went to the pros, D1 ball, and all that stuff right there. So that right there is like you set yourself, you take yourself out of the mix of the or the normal parents and everything. And I mean, right. for all parents that's there, man, you know that you know hats off to them because to to be a parent that's working. And make time to get to the game because again, one thing—nothing against my mom. My mom just—and I knew it. She had a schedule She My mom never went to a single one of my games, uh, lacrosse, mm. football, wrestling, anything, because I mean, it, you know, she was she was working, man. She's making it happen, and it, it wasn't nothing there. My dad, again, he was on the other side of ba- other side of Baltimore, so I never had yeah. any of my games—a single game—my parent there. But I, I knew the reasons why. And I, as a, as a, right. as a uh, I was a little bit older in high school actually because I failed. Um, I failed uh, sixth grade on my own, and uh, first grade I got held back because I, I I guess I, I got chicken pox or whatever, and I barely okay. and I when I came back my mom you know that's a testament she my mom's a teacher she she teaches in Baltimore City now, okay. and she was like nah you ain't you ain't just skating by so she helped me back and that okay you know what I mean I, I didn't know that was a thing so she helped me back had me repeat and then um you know that from there sixth sixth grade, sixth grade I failed and from that that was my own because. You know, middle school. You're getting around older kids. You're doing, you know, girls. You know, you know, middle school stuff. Uh, you're starting to get aware uh, of girls, man. And and um, I started hooking school and stuff, man. And I, I was playing. I was playing in a. I was playing in a concert band. So anyway, man, I I screwed off. filled sixth grade, and then that that hurt of that next year coming back and being in that same sixth grade homeroom, and all my guys been in seventh grade. That was the most impressive thing ever, man. So from that point forward. Uh, scholarship for not scholarship, but uh, honor roll. I made honor roll. I think I missed honor roll maybe once or twice between seventh grade or sixth grade, second time, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, 12th grade. And I mean, I was honor roll society, all that stuff got the scholarship to Maryland for academics and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And that's one of the things, too. I, again, bit, being older in high school. And uh, again, for whatever reason, man, again, lacrosse, I excelled. And I, I captained that, you know, I did all the stuff for football. Again, it, kind of going back to wanting to be a running back. I wanted to be, like you say, I wanted to – I I knew inside I could be that guy, but I didn't apply it the right way. Instead of, like, not getting my wow. shot, I just I decided to kind of shut down and, like, kind of lackadaisical go through things. Sometimes I would play, and then sometimes sometimes I would go off. So when, like, Big Lonnie came, I'm like, that's, enough, okay. that's a target right there. So – I baptized Lonnie on that first day of crackback because he you know how he didn't keep his head on the swivel. So you run, went running around it. And then like to see the see Lonnie the, the coaching of you guys, man, to see Lonnie go from that first day of practice to to making the pros, man. Like that, that right oh, yeah. there, man, that right there is a if you need an example out there to legitimize yourself and everybody else, man. Like, dude, you took a guy that, I mean, honestly, that first day of practice, man, he was he was just soft. He didn't he was big, but he didn't have that, he didn't have that yeah. internal what you call him? So I I mean, yeah. when I hit him, you know, I, I'm like, this dude's about two seventy, two eighty, whatever. Probably and I and I laid him down, man. So I'm like, man, if I hit this guy, I can hit anybody. So that and that that kind of became my thing, man. The crackbacks and the blocking for Wolf and blocking for Mark and all these guys. And yeah. and 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 kinda towards my 11th or 12th grade year, I knew it was kind of too late. I just start role playing and then anytime I touched that field, man, I was just trying to get into that position. Cause one thing I didn't do as a player, man, again, looking back is, um, you know, you had, you know, rest in peace, man. You know, you had guys like Daryl, man, who, you know, Daryl really? had his things outside of the field, man. But one thing I knew, I, I seen Daryl doing a lot, man, and I thought it was like maybe favoritism, but I remember Daryl standing up to practice, going over plays and everything. And, and that was like stuff at high school. You don't really ask too much. It's like, if they want to do it, you do it. And like Daryl knew right. that playbook inside out, man. Inside, in, inside
1: out. <laughs> he and, was the only person I ever seen. Question Coach Pete on a on how play was. It was one hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I played for Coach Pete at high school, so when, when Daryl did that, I was like, Yeah, oh, God damn it, son. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, it's like the Daryl was smart. Right. He he was so smart. Yeah. I remember. And just thing about, I'm gonna tell you two things, with Daryl. Let me go back to what you yeah, said yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I understand that because I, I did the same thing. You know, people don't realize. I had setbacks in life. You know right. what I mean? So coming out of, uh, I went to um, uh, St. Mary's, which is a Catholic middle school. You know, so coming out of there, my father said, you know, I had choices to go to. You know, I go to a city, I go to Poly, I go to St. Francis. He, he said, Dunbar, I couldn't go to Dunbar.
2: Right.
1: Never knew why come out of middle school. But I'm like, okay, because my all pa- oh, my mother, and my father both graduated from Dunbar. But mm-hmm. he said, no. So at first, I didn't get I didn't get accepted into Poly. So I'm like, all right, bet what I'm going to do? Did I- I never let her say, oh, we opened up another blah, blah, blah. You know, you accepted the poly my father, what you gonna do? I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going. So I go to poly, you know. I passed first quarter because I wanted to play basketball. You know what I mean? I was still playing, I was playing, I was still playing Northwood, so I didn't play football. I still play Pop Warner. So I passed it, you know, I made a basketball team. So this is when we we wanted we we were going to the first pop one national championship team in California. We was the first team to go, so I would go to basketball practice. I would leave a little bit early. They get on the bus to get a football practice. So I did that for like a week. And then the coach was like, you know, you gotta make a choice. If you go play that little league stuff, or you go play basketball. I'm like, JV basketball, <laughs> California. Right. Sugar's hey, all right, coach. See you next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so man, but see, my problem with with Polly was. Molly was built for kids who just already knew, right? I had questions, you know what I mean? And the teachers would not ask my. I, mean, I was in math class, you know, and it was something that she did. And I was like, I didn't get it, so I raised my hand. I said, "Can you explain it again?" And she was like, "No, you'll get it." Yeah. I looked around like, all right, bro. I'm yeah. all right, <laughs> I'm still working, you know, working because I, I at that point in time I struggled with math. Math was my, oh, was not my strength. Me too, man. You know what I mean, so and again. They don't. You know, ask teaching class question again. She said the same thing. Oh, you would get it. So what I stopped doing, I stopped getting on that bus coming to school. You know what I mean. So like I said, I failed ninth grade. with flying. So I passed. I passed the first quarter. That was probably about it. Like I passed a couple classes here and there. You know, I had my report card from my mother. Mother asked, her, "Where your report card?" Oh, my, I gave it to you. I'm telling you, I gave it to you. Play that game. So end up failing. they told me, um. Uh, If you want to pass, you got to come to school on this certain day, to go to summer school, and, you know, summer in school just didn't go together. So, you know, so bam, so I went from, so I (laughs) failed ninth grade at Poly. I went to St. Francis. St. Francis, you know, St. Francis back then only had basketball. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm a baseball, I'm a baseball kid. I played football as well. So I went to St. Francis back to, it was a a teacher there, a sister Helen Torres, who broke down math to me in a way it helped me understand it and math became my favorite subject from that point mm. on cuz somebody who just took time you know what I mean why I don't know why she decided me but she I mean she broke it down I'm like that's it she was like that's it and she gave me the foundation like we, what it was is poly I'm trying to get a foundation but y'all trying to build a skyscraper right. and we ain't, you know, ain't no foundation right. you know what I mean cuz I, I my uh my private school middle school we didn't have algebra we took math you know, a lot of these kids who come to Poly, come from the public school, Rolling Park and different places, they had algebra already in middle school. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that foundation. So instead of her just, you know, come after class or I explain it, she just kept, no, you'll get it, you'll get it, you'll get it. And I never got it. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? So like I said, St. Francis, um, still played in the North for another year because, like I say, St. Francis ain't football. So we, I played, that's what I played for her, played basketball, you know, had a good basketball career, going well, you know, looking at the Next year that summer I'm in the basketball league and an old guy came up to me and said, you transferred to Dunbar." I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, you know. And let alone that next week I transferred to Dunbar, you know. <laughs> and everything, I mean, history from that point on, you know, with the baseball, the basketball, the football, you know, I came into a – and then coming into Dunbar was different because being a transfer, a three-sport athlete transfer, and you coming into – a place where something like basketball or was set. back then. Right. It was set. Right. Like you knew who was coming in from from eighth grade, and ninth grade. You knew who was making varsity. Yeah. It, it was set. So I came in and kind of, you know, put a wrench into some things, you know, because I know some cats like, oh, yo, you ain't going to make the basketball team out here. It's okay. We'll see. You know, went out there, did what I did. Made JV my sophomore year, coming in, to trial for varsity, made varsity as a junior, you know, and like we were so stacked. I mean, we we were stacked. You know, Tommy, Bootsy, Billy, Noodles, you know, Norman Nolan, all of these divisional basketball players. So I didn't get a whole bunch of time, but I got a lot of free sneakers and
3: sweatshirts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I, and one thing I tell people: the reason why I can deal with the, the asshole kids so much, because I don't think I've coached a kid that was worse to me. You know, man, <laughs> I, I, I promise you. But by, hey, when I say I was bad. Man. Like I had I had, you know, I was a uh and he and our basketball coach passed away, you know, rest in peace, you know, Paul Smith. But if Coach Pete was still at Dunbar my junior year, we had na- we a national champion. Hmm. Hands down. His coaching, his it, what he got out of us, we, we was national champion. Hands down. You know, Paul Smith was trying to figure things out, you know. You still had people, we had Coach Pete boys, you know, so a lot of a lot of you know, internal issues, you right, know, right, right, so right. we still won states. We, I think we, we still ended up in the top ten, but his mindset was he wanted to win a state championship. Our mindset was, we don't care about that. You know what I mean? We're we about trying to put these national bands up in the ball, I, I don't think he really got that. Mm. You know, so we'd be engaged. There'd be some games where um he'd call me, like, might three minutes left. you would go to the scores table, so I'd go there to check in. Then he go back and forth. and get down, like, like under two minutes. i go sit back down. You know, he'd be like, hey, what you doing? I said, Coach, don't point in me going there right now. I ain't breaking no sweat. We're going to a party after this, you know. <laughs> so it be every time he asked me to go in a game. I look at the clock. Now I'm good, coach. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You know, so it, 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 just that was me. So I mean, it'd be I'd be in a game. I remember we were in a state championship game. I remember like that. We in a state championship game. We down three. My senior year, and I got more time. My senior with three of us that was we were the six. Six, seven, eighth man. So it depends mm-hmm. on who, who had to come out. Right. So I got a lot of time I seen here. So we're in the game and Tommy swung me the ball and we was by outside the bench. So when I got the ball, I hear the coach talking about, no. So I shot it all neck. He gonna say, yeah. I talked around and said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we had cold film house. It's packed today. there. You know what I mean? But my thing is, I could deal with assholes because right. that, that was me. So that's yeah, why the turn right. any of these kids I ever dealt with and, and the kid that people wanted to give up on, I knew. Nah, I don't bring him because, I mean, I, I've been there. I know what it's like to just, just do stuff. Like, sometimes I sometimes used to just do stuff. It was no reason, no rhyme or reason why I did it. It just seemed like something nice to do. Oh, I'm going to go do this today. I, I used to be in basketball practice tackling people.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah no you know, coach, you tackle somebody else, you're going home. All right, coach, but that court. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: yeah, man. And that's and crazy,
1: man. And they'd be like, um, you know, you run, a, if you miss your free throw, you run suicide. So when they call me up, everybody should go to the line. Like, oh, y'all think I'm I dribbled the ball. <laughs> back there, you know, because I could run for days. Like running couldn't, running couldn't affect me. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? So I didn't care. So, you know I mean? it, 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 so, like I say, my coaching style came from so many different things, you know. The coach Pompey and the coach Stan, you know the coach Eaton, you know coach Herb. All you mix all that in, you know. I had a coach named Bucky Lee. Bucky Lee probably taught me my greatest lesson as a player that I didn't realize until I was in college when he finally explained it. Because we was playing. on um, – we come back my sophomore year. We going to play Poly. Mm. So you. All week, I'm going hard in practice. I'm gonna punish them, you know. Because I, I got this. I had this hate for Poly because I feel like right, 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 right. they be like, I would. I mean, I, I mean, I'm going hard in practice. D'ing up. I'm doing everything right, but it's just it's about Poly, Poly. So we get to the Poly game. I'm like, yeah. So all right, I, I start that good. All right. I'm ready. First quarter go by. All right, bet. All right, second quarter gonna start. Me. Second quarter, I'm ready. Second quarter go by, so I'm at halftime. Like, <laughs> what the hell is going Third quarter go by, fourth quarter go by. Like, I didn't touch the court, so I'm mad. I throw my uniform, in the locker room. You know, I be like, what you quit, man? And I'm, man I'm so I'm, I go off, I leave locker room, go to school. I think that might have been a Friday. So Monday, we come to school. This is this is Coach Pete speech to me. So I'm laying on the floor. He coming to Jerry say, Oh, so you quit, son. I'm about to explain. <laughs> hey, you had some practice, <laughs> and you ain't gonna hear my part. So you don't know, go through the season, you know. I and I always had this 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 tension with Bucky. Mm. You know, wrestling with Bucky, like, I always had this little tension with because I was still hurt over that. Mm. So I was like, at Craig Cornwell when I was in college, so I came in, and I was like, Bucky, let me talk to you real quick, real quick, Bucky. And I was like, he said, "What's up?" I said, Bucky. Why uh, you remember that? that I, 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 that's of I didn't you remember the game.
3: Yeah.
1: I was like, "Fuck, you remember the Paula game?" He said, "Yeah, man, I remember that, man." Yeah. I said, "Fuck you! What happened?" He said, "Man, look, Jones, man, you made it about you, man. It, it, it wasn't about the team, man. So I had to show you." I'm looking like, "Hey, fuck, you could have told me that yeah. <laughs> lesson that that understand that that that, that you're never bigger than the team, right?" No, you know, I was going the right way because I, I was going hard, but it was about me. Right. But I, I was going hard out because I, I wanted to show them something, but it wasn't about us. Right, right, right. A lot of my coaching philosophy comes back to that right there. Like, people don't realize, like, why wow, I used to buy teams the same socks. and We all would wear the same socks because we are us. Only thing that you need to separate you from the next person is your number. Right, right, right. Everything else was uniform, man. Like, if I could afford, afford gloves back in the Everson, we'd have had all the same gloves. Mm-hmm. If like, I, we, I got wristband. Like, we were just uniform from top to bottom because I always wanted people to understand it, it's us. It's never me. It's never you. It's always us.
0: Roger that. Yeah, that's one thing, too, man. Like, in the uh, back then, man, like, you know, now, again, I, I remember when we got the Nike jersey and everything. When I first got there, we mm-hmm. had the... Uh, I guess the Washington Redskins that donated, because like, we had uh, people was like, "Man, how you get the Redskins pants and stuff?" It's like, man, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." We got that. those, man. They were, like went through those and everything, man. And, and uh, that's one thing I was, I was I talked about it on the um uh, with Jason. Uh, it's just like the coming from the city, man. We knew we knew. Uh, well, now I know what you guys were against trying to get funding, trying to get this, trying to get mm-hmm. everything in there. We didn't, as a player, at that, that time, you're 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 oblivious to what it takes to get you know to want to to, to, get, to keep those uniforms clean to get those to, to, yeah. keep, to get pads and everything and all that stuff man and uh for Emerson man to, to be a city school man i think you guys really like you know you guys i mean I, i'm not even i don't know where the money even came from man but you guys made it happen for us where we were like in, in the city regards, man, we 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 looked apart, we played apart, man. Mm-hmm. Everything was proper, man. And uniforms, like you guys, and letters. I mean, you guys gave the DB because you know you had the Ramon, the, the Ramon, and all those dudes, and they got they got they got to be pretty, man. So you gave those guys a little bit a little bit of leeway to kind of bring their stuff in, yeah. but you never let them go too far to the right. Whereas right. the guys who didn't who can't get the gloves or get that special stuff, or you know, what I mean, they would have like you know back in the day, guy. The biggest thing was like the cage you got. I mean, if you yeah. if, you're, if you're, I mean, you know, you got the pick of the litter. So I mean, of course, linebackers, quarterbacks got the good ones, and then you kind of filter down f- f- to what was available. And the guys who were playing defense wanted that that, that you know that that little slit right there with the tenant advisor. <laughs> they want to look good. They want to be like LT or something out there. I'm like, uh-huh. like man, you're gonna get this cross cage with the D line cage and. And go out there and do what you gotta do, man. But you guys, again. man, you guys uh kept everybody in check, man, and like the grooming standards and uh just that stuff, which again led into again, I went to the military. So when I got to the military, that part of it, like, you know, being being in check, that was easy. Cause I mean you guys you, yeah. you guys enforce that. So again, man, kinda doubling back is um so how so many, how many so many uh lessons learned. On that field, man, translating into every aspect of my life that I still utilize to like this day to what I'm going to do today when I when we get done with here. I got my invoices done. I got a customer coming in to do some stuff, man, and it's just like everything is planned. Like you should never be uh, out of um, in life, man. I mean, th- think like this COVID stuff and all this stuff. Yeah, stuff happens, so you gotta be flexible, and that's what you guys taught. But at the same time, man, you guys taught order and everything, and I, I mean. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm called, like I said, man, like everybody don't pick up on it, unfortunately, no matter how much you scream at him and talk to him. But I, I took the heart, uh, the time you guys gave me and, and all that stuff and applied all that stuff, man, which again makes me successful today. Uh, But, you know, some people don't do that. And it's like, hey, man, like as a coach, it's like you keep talking and keep talking, like you say, taking the guy out of class and doing this stuff. Some people get it, man, but it's like one thing, I know you felt it, man, where some guys, you can talk to, your your, your your face is red, they're just not going to, they're not going to mm-hmm. come around, man. So it's like, as, as a coach, does that – is that something important? And, and to get into the streaming, a guy that does, uh, you know, uh, get killed or whatever or whatever, does that – I mean, I see you post, man. Like, I mean, I remember the guy uh, that played from Maryland that passed away like last mm-hmm. summer. And uh, yeah. I didn't know him. And I, I read up on him and everything and being in Maryland. I played – I played uh, – the guys out there who watch and don't know I did. I walked on at in Maryland. I played one season. And um, it, it didn't work out, man. Grades and all that stuff. Went, whatever. But I got a chance to play half a season in Maryland, and mm. um, seeing that man, like as a coach, man, is that something that uh, I mean? Is that something that takes a while to get over, or is it? You know, how do you deal? How do you deal with that, man? When you see the, the say guys- one thing
1: is, I look at any any kid when these murders happen. I feel it like it's, it's us. It's right. our fault. Right. And people. I one time I made a post. This was probably like two or three years ago. People was kind, of, coach was kind of offended, and I was like, "Yo, every time it's a murder, it's our fault, right?" Because I remember, you know, what it, I, meant I remember is, it. I remember it. These this kid who pulled that trigger came through one of our programs, even basketball or football, because right. all these kids play something at yeah. some point. So as a coach, what we didn't do our job to try to deter them from this lifestyle, mm. you know what I mean? So people were like you know people's offended, but once I started under- talking, I understand, I said, this is what you got to understand it's our job like we gotta we gotta do more obviously we're not doing enough because it keeps happening it keeps happening you know and like I say whenever you lose a kid it, it, it's, it's hard like even, even with Du like that was that was that was the hardest one because that was the first one mm. you know and 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 with Duyl with what, what made Duyl great is what also caused him to lose his life
2: yeah you
1: know what I mean? Duyl thing was Duyl couldn't live with fear. I remember, and I don't know if you remember this, but when we had the, uh, the uh, six-way scrimmage, we would always go up Walbrook. Yeah. And Mar- Walbrook was up there, Merville was up there. So we was walking in the gate at Walbrook. And Merville was over there. Merville back then had a uh, kid, I think Chris
0: Kane. Like, I, rem- uh, was, no, I remember Kane, because he, he gave me he gave he he a concussion, man. Yeah, Chris, Chris yeah. was bad for <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: Duro had fear. Of of him. Mm. So we walk in and I, and I see Daryl bear off. So I'm thinking he sees somebody he knows, so I ain't paying no attention. So he walk over there. I don't know if he swung on, we pushed it. He did they got into it. You know, and he came he, after he broke up. I said, What you doing? He said, All right, I'm good now, coach. But that was his mindset. His mindset is if I fear something, I gotta go face it. You know what I mean? Now you 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 go you go fast forward to when he lost his life. Mm. I talked to Darryl, before it happened. Mm. He called me, he was like, you know, coach, I'm about to go out. Uh, I'm going to go out here Westport. Royale. I'm good. I'll be back. But I'm thinking in his mind that because he was there with his little girl, but I'm thinking he just wanted to use me to get out of the house. So I'm thinking he just used me. To, what, what, what's up? What are you talking about? I, All right, boy, he, he, you know, he's done that before. Right. I said, you know, he had originally got shot first out there. Mm-hmm. Went back out there, the same person who shot him before. That's what ended up killing him, but his mindset of he couldn't live in fear. So I, I guess we're finished But this is what I was trying to teach Daryl is God trying to get your attention, you know, because when he got, because Daryl had things in place, you know, with school-wise. I think he, I mean, if he had got on the field at Morgan, Darryl would have took off. And like I said, he, he was just, he was so talented, but he was so smart. You know, but the first time he got shot, he got shot in his right arm, which is in his right leg. Like, I said, say, Darryl, that's, that's that's telling you. He shot, you got shot in your leg, so you can sit still. What's your biggest attribute in life? Your arm. Your arm is what's your biggest, you know what I mean? So, so, like I say, losing him was tough, yeah. you know. I say, after that, we lost a couple of more, you know. Earn, um, one of my good kids, you know, in the streets, you know, he didn't come back to David, you know. that it, It's never easy, you know what I mean? It's never easy. And in the in, in in sense, it's one thing I, I try to do more of now is when a kid crossed my mind, I reach out. Right, you know what I mean? Because it's the different times where, you know, like you know, because over these twenty years, I got a lot of kids. My one kid on Facebook, like Coach, how everybody, your kid, y'all, all my kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, <laughs> once you place me, you you my child. The same way, you know, like I said, when Coach called me son as a as a as a tenth grader, that meant something to me, and I, I, I was Coach P's son and. I'm still Coach Bison. That That's just my mindset, right. you know what I mean? So I and with my players, you know, like, that changes, you know. So it, it, we got to stay in contact. I, I, and it's great I put a post up today, you know what I mean, all coaches, I mean, that, that, that kid that crossed your mind, reach out. Because even as 37, 38, 30, 20, we got kids all ages, and I'm still getting phone calls, like, Coach, with, with big decisions or what you think about this, or because once you become a coach, it, it don't it, like it don't stop after four years. Yeah. It ain't like okay, you graduate and now you turn off. Good seeing you, you know. It yeah. never stops, you know what I mean. And, and, and it's major, like and that's what we as coaches. When you decide become, to become a coach, it's it's a major. It's not for fame. You shouldn't be doing it for money. You shouldn't be doing it because you want to deal with the, the mothers. Like when you decide to become a coach in any sport, any level. You gotta understand that it's it, it's it's a lifelong thing. It's a it's like a fraternity, right? You know, into it and you stuck. Like these kids will never like. A, a kid called me. I needed you as a reference to get my my uh, my clearance at a high level for whatever you was trying to do. And he was like, Coach, it was bending. He was like, Coach, I'm glad the how y'all was just a stickler for the small details. I back then I just thought y'all was just being just being crazy, but through life now understand. You know what I mean? Because it, it, the small things make the big things work. Right. You know what I mean? So like I said, I, I, no, besides being a father and, a, and my husband and a father, being a coach is my, the greatest feeling because like watching a, a kid do something they never thought they could do. Yeah. is the most uh, edifying feeling in life because you got kids and they like, I, just, I can't, I can't. And you just keep pushing them and you keep pushing. That's the thing that I do with my kids. Like, it's different things that we do, and I put them in – one thing I call it – I call it a, a, a controlled situation because I can still control it because when you got in the world, in some situations you get you can't control it. Right, right, right. Sure. I put them in situations situation where, you know, I push them, and, you know, with Chloe is the box jump, and Dante was doing this other workout, and they were just like, I, I can't do it. I'm going to keep pushing you because you're going to do it while I can control it. You know what I mean? Because when you get to college, like, you, I said, you're a Division One track. So, it's gonna be thing I can't control when you're out there, so you got to dig deep and find it to right. get it done. Right. So, when you get to college, you know, you're on this division one level, it's I can't control that, yeah, you know what I mean. So, you got to dig deep and find it. So, like I say, that's the, the part about like as a coach because, even like I say, when I'm dealing with them, that's my coach side, they ain't dad, you know what I mean. Because dad wanted to sit back and relax and go to the game and enjoy yourself, you know, even with her. A lot of people don't understand, like, I, I'm always, like, I can't enjoy her game because I'm filming. Mm-hmm. And I'm filming because we come back and we talk about it. You know what I mean? Because, it's like, like there's different things. And, and one thing about her that's kind of separates her from all the rest of my kids is she's so hard on herself. You know what I mean? So, a different thing, like, maybe having the game, I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll tell this game. Or, 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 I'm going to say something about this. And we get there, and she would just run everything down. And it'd be like... Oh, let's go get ice cream. How can I beat you up when you already know exactly what it was? And you know, like when you admit and you see something, you can't correct it until you admit to it. Yeah. And I did this, and this, and this. I'd be like, God damn it. You done, you done stole my whole. Yeah, my man. Whole, you know what I mean? So I, I got to stop her from beating up. You know, like, don't tell like I said, I can push him. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it, it, all, with him is always just pushing him to go harder. You know what I mean? Because like I said, you gotta with, with, with your kids, your athletes, anybody you're dealing with, everybody got a threshold. Mm-hmm. Some some of our thresholds are we make them. You know, they ain't out, they ain't our, our, our roof, but we'll put it here and we're like, man, I can't go no further. Yeah. That, you gotta, you know what I mean? We gotta keep 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 pushing it, you know. And and that that's 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 what and that happens in life. Like you getting your job, you know, you can't just say, Okay, I'm, I'm in this job and let say for you got your business and you just working for somebody. Nah, well, that's not your threshold. Right. Get you on your own. Yeah, you know I mean? you come in on, on a base level of a company and you can work your way up to manager, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or owner, and you can keep pushing. So that's the thing, the lesson we gotta always teach kids how to keep pushing. Just like a football, when you want that position, you keep pushing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you want that but you, and that that's just football sports is just a a, a a microcosm of life
0: right it is man it is
1: and that's all it is. and that's that's why i love sports so much you yeah. know because anything you go to you can relate it back to a practice or a game or something you went through mm. like it, it's been times where the games we we who we play remember we was playing um a playoff game with, we were in Hooker hook and ladder with danny We was down against it was Northwest it was northwest you it might have been your freshman or sophomore year with Danny. it was danny and i saying danny jason all i'm saying yeah yeah in the playoff game, he was down. Danny ran a pump back. We scored. And we were still tied. Like, I mean, it was just back and forth. And this is when, when I say the street side of, of, of when you get a kid with street and athleticism and smart, is something special. Mm. So Danny ran a pump back, and he fell and he laid in the end zone. And I was running out there, and I never, I run out there, I'm like, Yo, boy, you better get up. He was like, he pulled me, he pulled me close, he said, coach, we tired. I'm just gonna lay here for a while because he knew because we were down. So it was just oh, yeah. it was just you know, <laughs> you know we, don't have, we we and one thing about any school like public school you don't have a lot of depth
2: right
1: you know what I yeah, mean so like there was so Danny yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah a, so he lay Danny lay I mean he might lay the end zone for like five or ten minutes you know what I mean and did he did he and when he knew it getting up he popped back up we went we came drove. This way through the hook ladder, he caught it, he pitched the bird, bird scored test out to win the game. Oh yeah, man. That, that, that's that 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 next level of thinking. And, and that's what we always want. Even in your business. There's certain things we gotta do mind games in your business, like, all right, I need this, I need this deal. Yep. But if I'm straight at him,
0: it ain't yep. gonna work. Yep. So I'm gonna <laughs> go this way and come around. Yeah, and it's, it's about getting it done. Yeah. So I, you got to get it done. Yeah. And every time, every time it worked, man, it's like, it's, it's not like you, because I'm, I'm very direct with my customers. Again, I use Coach Pete method where Coach Pete never, I never, I, I personally <laughs> never seen Coach Pete BS anybody. Like, that was, yeah. you ask them something, it was like, Bad a lot. This, this is your answer. This is why I didn't happen to get it done. Or just ain't, you ain't got no choice to do what I say or whatever, man. So when you, you do that, again, taking that street smarts, taking all that stuff there, man, it's like you, you, you um, I got man, it's like you you got your you way your way you are you operate yourself and how you deal with other adults. So you figure other people are like that, but everybody ain't like that. Everybody ain't born that way. So I come at a customer one way, and then I like I'll notice man like I, again I, I know some guys man where they don't where they don't they don't message me back within a day or two. It's because I scared them off. So okay I'm like, so i'm like okay. hey man i'm just I'm, I'm making contact to make sure this was this and also by the by the way man if there was any miscommunication man i'm not trying to be a dick to you but i just need you to know these are my terms and my things and they'll be like oh man and you know i thought it was this and i get them back some customers you let you gotta yeah, let them so you, you gotta let them you, you got to that mind games just let them like that you know yeah. and then they'll hit you back up two months later or a month later or a week later they realize so, they need yeah and or they talk to yeah. other people and realize that nah man i got this amount of work done by him it's just the style and everything so it's, it's different man again those things you pick up man but the uh like like one of the things you mentioned too man about the um damn man i lost my train of thought man about um i mean like kind of like kids the kids coming up in the city the kids like kind of you know what i mean not being able to save everybody man and also yeah. the, the kids that say like, i mean I, this is what this is all i can be at this is all i can do Man, I've been, I mean, again, man, from getting my scholarship to planning in Maryland to doing, you know, I was the top of the top of my ranks in the military three years, mm-hmm. three years in Iraq and everything. And I always um, I went to basic uh, military basic training and I was the dorm chief, which is the leader of the guys when the, when the, when the, when the okay. instructor not around. Then I okay. get into the military. I'm doing all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know what it is, man, but the leaders see that uh, that confidence, confidence, it but confidence, cockiness, but not. Not, not, the same yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So I've always been yeah. in those positions where, sure. hey, man, you're the guy. And then again, um, I drove for the the highest ranking guys in the, in the military and ended up getting here. And it's like, man, everything kind of worked out. But one thing is, one thing I learned and I apply now. I, I will not accept. I will not accept. Uh, Ridicule from somebody based on somebody else, somebody else's responsibility. As far as like uh, I mean, it's another business is supposed to do something or whatever, but it was my business and I did something I messed up, which it don't happen to much, but I, we humans do things wrong yeah. and things go wrong. If it's something that I've done, I admit to it right away. Hey, I'm gonna take care of this. I'm gonna square this that's away. It, I'll pay for it. People see that, but at the same time, I'm like, hey man, look, this is my responsibilities. This is what I told you how it's gonna be. I'm not gonna. I got all these responsibilities: my family, my my life, my business. I want to take responsibility Ooh. for all of that, but something Ooh. else like a customer again, some of those guys that didn't play sports, like, Hey, being accountable, being on time, like, Hey man, you got to be a good customer as well. So like taking again, taking those things, man, like you said, man. And, and that's one thing, again, you guys, you guys didn't say that to me directly. Uh, but as I got older and looked back I'm like, man, if I would have did this and did that and blah, blah, blah. And I used that, I'd use what I didn't do in high school to walk on to Maryland and ended yeah. up, man. I mean, again, I screwed myself with the grades. Took took responsibility for that. But also, man, I went from a walk on to I. Man, Coach Tony, Coach Tony gave me the tapes to the uh, to the, the video tapes, man. And all my I didn't really have much, man. But all my highlights were just like crackbacks and like hits. And I'm like, man, that's all I got. So I took all those things, man. I took all those hits and lacrosse stuff, put it in one little like five minute video, showed it to the coach. Also looked up that the coach was. Uh, the coach was a uh, prior marine, so I did my homework. Like, hey man, he's a marine. I actually was going to Marines before I joined. The, uh, the guy that went to uh, um, uh, college, so I talked to him okay. right there. And I like, I kind of like, hey man, I was, I was I was a delayed entry program for the marine, so I used that to kind of get on his good side. he was like, he was like, he was like, hey man, go pick that up. And the, the one thing I did do is I kept lifting weights, so I was I was okay. pretty strong. I was two uh, I was two thirty five five ten as a freshman. But then, like they gave me, start giving me this powder, man. I went up to two fifty-five because I, you know, I got around okay. Sean Merriman, Brandon Davis. I'm like, these dudes are a different level. When Brandon Davis, Vernon yeah. Davis picked me up by my pads one time, I'm like, dude, that, this is a different level right here, man. So, anyway, man, <laughs> I, uh, I get there and everything. I do all this stuff, man. And then, like, I just use that drive again. All the stuff I should have did in high school that I kicked myself in the ass about, I didn't listen mm-hmm. to you guys about. I didn't push myself. I used that to actually walk on and, um. I uh, actually went from uh, not, that walk on process was weird too because I didn't know, like you said, you mentioned earlier, I didn't realize I was a live practice dummy. So I didn't know when they say, hey man, go in this gap. I'm like, dude, I mean, I'm not a student in the game, but I know I don't go in that gap right there. <laughs> like, I know I don't. <laughs> Coach Jones would tell me to go right there, man. <laughs> so I'm sure reading. Right, so I'm like, he was, and the guy, guy pulled me to the side. He was like, dude, you got to, you got to. Uh, it was Dominic Foxworth. Uh, played okay. yeah, he, he was like, hey man. He was yeah. like, hey man. He was a good guy. He was like, hey man, this. I could tell you then, you know, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm not all American, all this stuff. He's like, yeah, man, this, this, we need you guys to give us the looks. And he broke it down to me and it made sense. So I'm like, all right. So I do, I gave him the best wrong looks ever, man. I was doing, I was hitting the gaps and everything. And then, um, special teams, uh, Sammy Maldonado, Sammy, the bull running back from Maryland or whatever, man, he was a guy I didn't know at the time. You don't really touch the stars in practice. Uh And, um, the guys that I walked on with, the groups that I walked on with, they were still all American, but they just didn't get their scholarships or whatever. But right. I was the only all—I was the only non-all American on that team, man. So that was okay. like, damn. I thought I was kind of good. So anyway, man, they—they they, the guys are giving us crap or whatever, and uh, the guys were picking on my guys that I walked on with. So I, I feel like a camaraderie with those guys because we all tried—we yeah. all tried out together, right? So the guy—he was a smaller back, a DB. He was—he was, he was pretty—he was fast as hell, but he was only like five, six, five, five, seven, maybe five, eight, small guy. Okay. So they—they they knocked him around, right? So I'm like, dude, I, I looked at him, and he kind of was looking at the ground. I'm like, nah, man, I'm from Baltimore, Emerson. we we do this in practice all the time. So I go out there, dude. I look, I I just I kind of I looked around the field. We were on a uh, kickoff, right? So I see Sammy. I'm like, Sammy's gonna get the ball. I just looked at Sammy the whole time. I didn't look at nobody else, dude. I went. Dude, I went down there. I went through people, ran through everybody. Everybody was kind of like lackadaisical. They weren't really in it. Uh-huh. Like this Emerson style right here. So I go right to Sammy. Sammy come up the middle. Dude, I hit Sammy. We both fall. We both – because I hit him so hard. I was kind of – I hit him on my uh, – I was on my, my left foot. So, of course, that uh-huh. ain't – so I, I I fell off balance. I hopped back up. Sammy's on the ground grimacing. So all of <laughs> – this, this is Sammy the Bull, man. This dude run people over, right? Uh-huh. So I just laid into him. Pow. And all of the guys looking at me, all the coaches looking at me, I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm, I'm thinking Emerson, you know, we get off. And they were like, dude, they look at him like, dude, what did you just do? That's all starting running back. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, so then one of the coaches kind of was like, he was looking at me like, yeah, man, I could tell he was like, he wanted to show his joy, but he was like,
2: and they pulled me over I was
0: like, dude, he's like, hey, man, good play, but don't, uh, that's our guy, man. You can't, you can't. You know, what I mean, you can't make a name with our guy, man, that's our starting yeah. back. But at that point, man, I went from third. Uh, I was, you know, guys out there that don't know this. There's levels into the walk on thing. So I was, I was like on a, you know, bottom. I was third string walk on. Then I went up oh. to second string, and they start putting me in more. And then right up, I got to first, and it was like, hey, man, if you keep doing good, you'll be able to suit up. Um, and uh, I guess the top. Was a fifty? You get to go on the road. So they would, yeah, they would, was they, would, they would, was yeah. play against each other. Then one guy, he, he, and that, it, it, after they would go up and get their jersey, they would kind of, they would kind of get onto like the regular roster. You know how this works, but the guys would yeah. don't know how it yeah. works, You would kind of, it's a center of to play good. So if you walk yeah. on, like. You got to grind to get up there, man. The guys out there just watching, man. High school guys maybe watching, man. So you always getting looked at. And again, that stuff right there, man. Again, if I would have did that four years earlier, man, it could have been it could have been a little bit different for me. But I didn't happen. I took responsibility for that. I didn't play as hard as I could have played in high school, and um, you it just you know I mean that's one of those, it's life lesson, man so you just that, that's it that's, that's you, what
1: life is about <laughs> learning from your mistakes yeah. that's it like you know what I mean you just gotta grow from them. Yeah. We, we all I mean like I said I could've worked out more in high school yeah. I could've you know I, cause I, I look back yeah. at my the things that I need to work on my father told me at a young age
2: but yeah.
1: that's just dad I yeah, hate yeah. dad but <laughs> and then they were the things you know what I mean my hand strength my quickness of exploding off the ground he always tell me that I'm like oh, what that to do anything yeah
2: I go back to
1: anything I need to work on. Them, you know, so like I say, sometimes, like I say, that was my goal of always instilling in every player that I had the same stuff that was instilled to in me through every coach, my parents. You know, look, do this, do this, do this. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can see greatness in the person before they can see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, and it's about pouring in. Like we got to, like you pour in, you pour in, you pour in. And like, oh, not every time they're not going to see it. Right. Every time go that right path but if you don't then you never give an the opportunity yeah you know so
0: it's a must yeah speaking on that actually the one one weird thing man you kind of because we were just talking about daryl man daryl um he was he's was one of those guys man again at that time again because i wasn't getting a I, again i know why i was because i wasn't i wasn't you can't as a player and i know as a coach looking at now you can't go hard Two or three times out of ten in practice, and that and, and in practice, guys, that's where I didn't realize you guys are really, really watching, guys. Because again, you, mm-hmm. you you know, practice how you play, play how you practice. That's a real yes. thing, man. So you, if they coaches you, see you taking a play off, you can't trust a player that is going to commit when you need him to commit out there. And that, again, I know that's what it was for me. But um, I remember one time, man, me and Daryl, um, we had a, a weird relationship, man, because we. Daryl was cool with me when he wanted to borrow my uh my my CD player listening to Hot Boys or whatever, right? <laughs> and we, we used to talk, man, and everything, man. But like, you know yeah. what I mean? It was like Daryl kind of realized, like he like you say, he's smart. He kind of know how people are and everything. For me, I wasn't scared of people, man. But at the same time, there was like that, you know, that that um that that point where it's like, man, I know how far I'm gonna go in the situation. I'm willing to fight. But at the same time, it's like Daryl is one of those guys, man. Where like, if need be, he's gonna go to escalate escalators to the next level. We we all knew that or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like, like, man, I'm a, I'm gonna get into it with this guy, man. Is he gonna carry over out the field? So we got into a few slap battles or whatever on the field and stuff like that. Then we would talk off the field. And one thing, man, it was just me and Daryl in, in a in a in a hallway uh, going to coming from the bathroom. And one day at the practice, man, I think it was one of those days where he even Daryl seen it, where he seen me make a play, and then the next play i will be like, ah, whatever. And he was like he, uh, was like, he was like, man, he just me and Daryl, nobody else. There wasn't no crowd, so he wasn't really making a scene. He was like, hey, man. Uh, he was like, dude, you big as shit. You got the physical thing, but he was like, man, why you ain't uh, you need why you ain't going hard all the time, man? Like this is me and Daryl. And he was is, he was Daryl was angry at me. He was he was like, like he was he was talking and he was angry. He's like, dude, man, you 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 can be like that guy, man, but you ain't doing it all the time. And I guess he got the you know I'm like and that's for a player. To, to the starting quarterback, who don't, I mean, mm. he, he ain't worried about he going to play you no know, regardless. So, for him to care about uh, another guy who he some guys just honestly, I mean, being honest, man, some guys play on the team, they just ain't for a reason got that athletic ability, they ain't got that that drive or whatever. Mm. Everybody don't got it. And let's, let's not be, uh, you know, fake about that. But he kind of seen something in me that I ain't seeing myself. And after that, man, I did yeah. step it up more. You know, and, and, and I, you know, again I was like, hey man, I'm not gonna do this on in this this the rest of the time I got left, I'm gonna do this or whatever. I think I um think it was we we forced a fumble. like you know, I fell on a fumble, got that thing back or whatever, and scored on air. My only time scoring in high school and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and um uh, it just kinda I got it was too late to I guess mentally get into it. But again, man, Daryl this Daryl saying that to me, man, was like, this guy sees the you know, a player sees the potential and I don't even see it. Which kind of validated me, like I know I'm, 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 I'm a little bit better than average, but yeah, man, he seen it, and he was like, yeah, man, dude, you, you playing? He, in, in short, he was like, dude, you're being a bitch, man. That, that's that, <laughs> he, he was. He had a
1: way of putting yeah. thing. One thing he was, a, he was, a, he was a leader.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. And, and every
1: great player, are not all leaders, right? You know, I mean? he, you know what I mean. And and like I and we got kids like Mark Hicks. Mark was a leader. Man. Sterling was a leader. Yeah. You know, they, they're kids who – because a great player – a great player is not all about what they do. Right. It's right. about how you make everybody around you better. Right. right. You know what I mean? How, how, how do you pull pull this person up? Like, I remember dealing with Mark. Mark, like, I think maybe his sophomore year on, every time somebody would run hard, I would make him run extra. And he thought that I was picking on him. And one day, Mark, he left practice. I quit. He left. I said, no, <laughs> So he left. You know, and the funny part, we got in the office, right? You know, a coach fast, Hey, a hey, 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 hey son, um, uh, you better go get his ass fast. <laughs> I said, Coach, don't worry about it, Coach. Oh, I, I, I coach, you good? Don't worry about it. You know, by the time I got home, yeah, I had like 15 messages from Mark calling. You know, hey, you know, I'm sorry. So, and he wasn't telling me the whole I think by his senior year, his shoulder, he needed his shoulder. His shoulder was messed up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He played how he played. So he would crush somebody. He would come to the sideline. And I'd be looking at him like this. Who I'm putting in? And he would look and go back in the game. So he did like twice. But at the the third time, he just said, it's no point me coming over there and telling you my shoulder hurt because you ain't going to take me out. You know what I mean? But it made him turn it up to a whole other level. You know what I mean? And that's that's the the, the greatness of of a player is – you gotta learn how to play through pain. I said, Mark, you ain't doing you ain't doing that. I ain't did. You know what I mean? I'm never gonna be that coach who try to put kids in positions or do things to them, but that never happened to me. Right. I've been through that. I know you, I know that pain you're feeling right now, Mark. I know you you can't lift your arm. It's tingling. I know. And guess what? Who I'm gonna put in for you? Yeah. You know, look over there at the Salah, and you know what I mean? And that's it. <laughs> And like with the running, I would do all that to him because I said, I said Mark, if a defensive lineman miss a tackle, who gotta make a tackle? Me. If a linebacker got to make a tackle, who got back make a tackle? Me. If they get the secondary, who gotta run them down? Me. I said, I said, Mark, wait, well, I didn't make you great. That's something you won. You wanted to be great, you pushed to be great. That's your choice. Now you gotta do to be great, you got these are things you gotta do. Yeah. And that's just that's part of it, you know. Yeah. Same thing with Like the same, I remember. He might be the only kid that I, I allowed to not really warm up like everybody else because he was just different. Like he would walk around, and he, it, it was a mental thing, man. He would walk around and be like, Oh, they think I'm a bitch. Oh, they, he would just <laughs> and I'd walk by and I'd say, Yup, yeah, yep, they sure do. Yeah. <laughs> so he would walk around and say, so he would go by the goalposts, he'd be crying. He'd be, but that's part of him getting into his. Wherever and when the game, because matter of fact, we would sit in the locker room go through a pregame. So going through special team, he would sit against the wall and hit hit against the wall, boom, 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 the whole time. And then one time, our, our coach Jenkins, which was our academic coach, she said, "No, Sterling, she stopped him." And he had a good game that game. He played well, but it wasn't a Sterling type of game. Right. So that, I said, Coach Jenkins, if you want to hit his head against the wall, let him hit his head against the wall. Yeah. So. And, I mean, and just destroy people you know. so like I say, my thing is the great ones you gotta find a way and he will always challenge everybody else you know what I mean I remember we was playing um that year we were in the states mm. so we uh, uh we came in oh no so sometimes what y'all didn't understand is so, sometimes in practice when we, run, we used to run a lot That would always be the plan coming in like I would just be looking for anything y'all do wrong just so we go run to him so <laughs> So, was what nothing you y'all could do to get out of it. Nope. I said. So we were, <laughs> and with that old that state championship team 016, we ran them so much that they were so in shape that the hill didn't even affect them. So they ran the hill, but they still laughing and joking, But they like they run it. They 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 run it hard. So I'm like, oh, you don't think it's a joke. So we just left. All the coaches I said, "We gone." We all left, went in practice, whatever the office. So I'm thinking, all right, man. These jokers go down to the field, run through the special, they go through the whole practice themselves. No coaches. Everything, the whole practice, bam, bam, bam. Go through the special team, go through the offense, go through the two-minute drill, go everything. They come up there, you know what I mean? So I said, uh, they we, we 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 played on a Saturday that day. That was a Friday. So Saturday, we come up there, usually I had their hank, their jersey, their socks on their locker. I just threw all I didn't give them socks. I just get put the jerseys in the passenger in the put it on the hallway, went upstairs. Still, because it, it's, it's the mental. You know what I mean? I gotta I gotta, gotta get inside our right head. So we go upstairs in the office, you know, Sterling came, because he was always spoke spokesperson for the team. He come up there and say, Coach, um, and this is where I knew that I had him. He said, Coach, um, are we getting a bus for the game or should we just start trying to find rides over there? <laughs> like, so, I don't care what you're doing. We're going to make it to this game. Yeah. Like y'all, y'all can miss, y'all can walk out of practice. Y'all can do whatever y'all. But it was all of man, so we get over there. We, we blew patties now. But it was it was all of all of it, it. Just just a mind game. You know what I mean? I got to see how mentally strong y'all. You know when it came to defense. Like he used to call all the like he was probably one of the only kids I allowed to call defense. But he thought like I thought. Mm i saw so he would make all the checks the calls and different things and it'd be stuff i ready to call and he would already call it you know what I mean? and that's when you when you when you breed up these kids of greatness like mark mark called that defense you know what i mean because he sometimes they see things that we don't see right we was playing uh at a court uh buddy but he was a quarterback we was playing Ligon on the first game Ligon was right in the state you know it was a close game and he came over there and coach Wayne was about to give him a play and he said coach i got it I said, Wayne, let him go." Like he's seeing something because sometimes like as coaches, we our angle is here. Right, right, so right, right. We see they seeing something different. He called the whole drive and we scored. You know what I mean? And as a as coaches, when we instill, when we put this greatness inside of a kid, you got to let him go. Yeah. The point, keep that leash. You train this dog perfectly to go outside and do everything, but every time you go outside, you got a leash on him. Mm. So you don't know what like are they really ready? They really got it because you because you still got that leash on it and you hold the leash, but the dog ain't pulling you. Yeah. So yeah,
0: sometimes you gotta let that dog hold the leash and let him go. Yeah. A, a prime a prime example is uh, one of the things we just. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to turn this thing off, man. Prime example is the. I'm pretty sure you've seen the uh, the uh, heard about the last dance with uh, the the joint. With yeah. The, man, that that right there. um it did a lot. I mean, Everybody's saying it did better for Scotty and everything. Man, like, it, it 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 got all these new guys caught up on what's what. For me, it was cool mm-hmm. because I was I was born in '83, so I, I actually I was coherent around like like what '91, '92. So I remember, mm-hmm. I remember. I mean, I wa- I remember Agreed. watching all of that. So like to see it be played back and be part of history and see that going on. One thing I didn't know, I got a lot of knowledge on it. I didn't know before Phil. Got to Chicago. He already had one, two champions. I didn't know uh, Phil Jackson won. Yeah, championships. so, I think so yeah. between I didn't the, between the Knicks, Chicago, then then L A. Man, this guy got rings on rings. On and rings and, on, and yeah. uh But one thing, the biggest thing, man, is uh, about uh, Phil, uh, Coach Jackson, or whatever. Call him Phil, like I know him and everything. Coach Jackson, <laughs> even though I never played for him, there's still Coach Jackson out there, man. Jackson, yeah. Huh? So you know, one thing about Coach Jackson, man, was is um you know, dealing with like Rodman, dealing with Jordan, who, you know, you got the best guy in on, on, on the planet. You got all these different guys, man. And they, how they broke down. I mean, that, that thing that it did for players, it did for, you know, the Scotty part was like, hey, man, if you ain't the guy, man, you you, you know you're the guy, but you got to kind of back down a little bit to to support the guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it did a that, – that documentary did a lot to show everything. What it did also showed coaching, man, like how, how important coaching oh, yeah. is. Meaning mm-hmm. that you know Phil can go coach for the the shit man. You can coach Phil, coach Jackson man, go coach for the worst team in the league. Probably won't win a championship, but he'll bring them up and everything. Really, and man, and that the field, fact field, you field, win field. you win championships yourself. You win championships in Chicago. You go to Lake. You go to L.A. Win championships. That ain't a fluke, man. And then a deal with all, deal with all those personalities and everything. Deal with yep. Jordan. I I didn't know you know what they say like he sent Jordan out of practice. Like who sends Jordan out of practice? Coach Coach yeah. Jackson did, like. He, yeah, yeah. You let Jordan know that Jordan ain't bigger than the team, man. So like when, exactly. you know, what I mean that right That's there, man, yeah, that that right there show you the the coaching and everything, man, and, and all the different stuff, man. So on that, like on that, man, like what was your? I know it just ended and everything. You watched the whole thing, man. What was your take on the whole deal, man?
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you this: it gave me a new outlook on Jordan. You know, right. because for a while I had this this, this 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 I didn't like Jordan. Right. I, I love Jordan, and then when he kind of things kind of changed. I took a nigga, but I didn't understand. You don't understand what he was going through, right? You know what I mean? With the father, the pressure, right, right, right. So I took it. I'm looking at him through my 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 human eyes, like he, oh, he he think he did, about... no, it's a lot. To, when you that documentary documentary made him human to me,
2: right?
1: You know what I mean? It made me respect his grind so much more. You know what I mean? How, how he pushed everybody to like, like even with the Scotty Pittman, like. I didn't see the negativity of Scotty Pippen. Yeah, me, either. it was. You know good. What I mean, I, I, I like to say, dude I love Scottie?" Then and the dot through that, I mean, I still like Scotty was always my guy. You know what I mean? Because in basketball, I was in my mindset, I was never the Jordan of any of teams I played on. Right, middle school, <laughs> but I was the Catholic middle school, so it's different. Yeah, but I was never the guy. So Scotty was always. You know what I mean? And, and, and it, it just, I didn't see any negativity. Like people saying Scotty was mad. What was he mad about? You know, but it kind of, this documentary showed me a lot of people don't understand sports. Right. How to be great. You know what I mean? Because I remember people was talking about in the, one of the first ones with Oakley and Slap Pittman.
2: Yeah.
1: Not necessarily, and people were like, oh. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah, everybody blew that up. Yeah. Like, man, they just played yeah, room, that. Man. I said, oh, everybody who said <laughs> you never played a sport exactly. at a high level. Exactly. Because you come into college, you are the baby again. Yeah. Think you come into high school you are like so if you never even played at, the, at any level then I guess you would see a problem with exactly. that exactly you know what I mean but that is more so come here little it ain't like he punched him in his face yeah. you know what I mean he ain't like you know it was it was not it wasn't, it wasn't man, a, and,
0: they, and they don't know have, like they they going crazy over that man they really they really got if they really had a camera in the locker room to see the stuff that goes on they'd be, they be flipping that's out man. <laughs> but that's how you got this. When, yeah. when people when people start
1: getting on in and texting them you see from there that they really don't understand yeah. what it. You know what I mean? And no matter what you go through, whenever you're at the bottom of the, the totem pole, you go through stuff. Yeah. But then you go. You know what I mean? And, and, and Scotty showed me. Only thing is, I wasn't that mad at him for when he didn't go in the game because I get what he was thinking. In my mind, he was like, yo, oh this my God. My, I'm the guy. This is my time. I'm the guy. And you made a play for the next. Like, when Mike was here, you wouldn't go a final a, a final shot play and give me the ball. So now that's my team. Why, even though Kuka and I'm glad Kuka was made to, to advance him, but I still understood what Scotty was feeling. Right. I mean, that would I have been mad at a, a player that did that, probably, but I can't see me not going with the dog, my dog in a dog situation.
2: Right.
1: And but that comes a coach. I mean, that that was a great move by him because it worked. Right. You know? You go back to Nick Saban when he made that quarterback change. I can't say that I would have done it, but he did it and it worked. You know what I mean? So sometimes, as a coach, you got to do the hard thing that people don't want. I mean, I made some hard decisions, but that's different. Right, you know, right, what right. I mean? hard decisions came from a, a younger kid outplaying an older kid and making that change. Like that's what it is. You know what I mean? But this was this wasn't even a practice issue. This was. Right there, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, like I say, it, it, I love that document. It just made me really respect Jordan's grind,
3: man, mm. I mean,
1: because he, he was great. And he put, like, people, how he talked to people and how you got to – he was pushing buttons on people to make them turn their game right.
2: up. Right. You know what
1: I mean? It wasn't they, – they all men, so, like, it, it's different if he – you know what I mean? He ain't walking around spitting nobody's face, or you know what I mean. No, he he was turning people up. He wanted to make sure you got it.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. He, man. When,
1: he, yeah. when he when they fought, when he, when he, when Kerr he, swung back on him, he punched Kerr. I I we that's that way of saying okay, this boy ready. Mm-hmm. And look, at games where he he kicked the ball to Kerr in situations where he would usually shoot it. it. All went back to when he stood up to him. Right. Me. I know he's ready. I know he got me. Let's go. And like I said, anybody who don't don't respect it from that view, that just shows that your level of yeah, of exactly. was low, yeah. limited. Any, I mean, anybody
0: who watched that, like uh, for me, I watched it from again being a you know a high school player, then a college player, and then like so, and then you know, I watch it from a player aspect and then you watch it from Mm -hmm. a player-coach aspect, so Mm -hmm. those guys, man, we're all going to get it different. Like you said, exactly, man, when that... I seen when Charles Oakley, that light, light, light hardest tap on the face. (laughs) like I I didn't even think that... I didn't think about that until the next... Because, you know, ESPN is... They don't got no sports, so, like, they... They talking about the last dance like that's sports now because they ain't got nothing to report. So like I'm like, dude, they breaking out every aspect of it, and then Charles Barkley in there, you know, I love Charles, man. He's like breaking down things and whatever. And everybody's, it's like it's cool to see everybody come out of the woodwork and like, you know, what I mean, it's like a drama, mm-hmm. but it it's not a drama because it's real life. But a lot of like, like a lot of stuff, like I didn't, I actually didn't know uh, the Scotty, um. You know, back I watched that. I watched that final, but I, I was young, uh-huh. so I just remember you know Kukoc making it, but I didn't know that Scotty was on the bench. I didn't, right, and then, and then so right. I'm pretty sure the announcer said it during the game, but I didn't. i you know as a young kid, you just yeah, watching I mean, the action because okay, yeah. yeah. I remember that game, but I don't. I, I didn't remember yeah. it happening like that. You know what I mean? But yeah.
1: then and then the, the, the more respect for Scotty and Mike. The one thing I under, people understand, people understanding, Mike knew. That he needed Scotty, right? And that respect right there was bigger, because I always used to think that, you know, when, when Mike retired, I'm like, "Let's go, Scotty, it's your time." You know, what I mean? and Scotty still did well, right? You know, Mike came back and just they just worked. They was yin and yang. They right. worked so right, well right, right. Together. I mean, and sometimes we have them great combination of players that's like remind me, uh, uh when I, we had Mark a uh, middle linebacker had James Hall at safety. Them two just worked so well together. You know what I mean? And that's how that that's reminded me of, of Mike and uh, Scotty. So, when it came down to even at that last final, when, when Scotty back went out, you know what I mean? I'm looking like, oh mm-hmm. man, come on, you got. well. Mike told him, that's being great, you do more for us on this court than you could be on that bench right now. Exactly. And, and that's the whole point. And, and, and Scotty still, because I've had, I, I've thrown my back out, so I can't imagine. Oh, yeah.
0: And he's a tall and he's a tall guy too, so he got that, that yeah. bigger torso
1: and everything, man. Ooh, so so like I say, the respect level for, for Scotty. Like yeah. like I say, see that's I wrestled I my day where it says Scotty upset about the series. I don't know what part what made him upset because it showed you exactly how, how I always knew you were. You was a great player, you understood your role, you, you was humble. Yeah, you know what I mean. You need to score 40, you score 40. If you need to rebound 25 times, like you did everything that you're supposed to do in the situation. I have I had no issues with that documentary at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think Scotty Law, like, I don't know. Like you said, is the cat. We call them like an, an MMA uh, martial arts. You call them the casual fans that, like, they, they get online, they read the comments. Now they know what John Jones is going to do and all that stuff. I'm not sure if we follow MMA and stuff like that, but it's like they got the guys who just got, they just, they not, they don't, again, being that I practice actual martial arts and everything when you're watching with some guys hey man i would do this deal I'm like no you wouldn't you would you, you, <laughs> you wouldn't do that right now because trust me I've been in that situation where you about to pass out and somebody's choking you and you get out of it sometimes you don't you tap out but uh it's the guys on the sidelines that don't really know how it goes man but Scotty to me mm-hmm. Scotty didn't lose any stock to me personally if no. anything he gained because that he, he gained. exactly when it's back that back part like man dude I don't know man I, I don't know about you Ooh. man but watching that documentary especially we even when jordan started like tearing up man that, that thing was like emotional for me man like as a player you put yourself in that situation and that's the difference mm-hmm. between us as players of a sport versus a, a a casual netflix person watching it who just got off work and board or whatever um that thing man like it, it just it, it would man I, I just wanted to play i don't even play basketball i played one time but i played one you know, summer league but uh, it just makes me. is it, it, as a I, I pull motivation from everything I do. Sit down and watch, and that was like, man, it was like, dude, man, like that. That was so motivating, man, to see that again. To me personally, like I said, you sound like the same, Scotty, ain't losing his stock. And I'm glad they, no. they. I'm glad they. Uh, they ended it like that because they kind of hopped on Scotty being hurt. Mm-hmm. played it up because they could. It seemed like they were trying to find a, a pro a protagonist antagonist type, type thing, and then Rodman yeah, right, was right, like right. your neutral guy. He was like, "Man, whatever. I'm gonna go get these yeah. boards. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be NWO." <laughs> <the> yeah, <laughs> and Phil and Phil again, man. That uh, again when Scotty sat on the bench, and then it was like Phil was like, "F him," and I was like, "Damn!" Like Phil was like Phil was, you know, in that mind, Phil could Phil and had time to worry about feelings right there. You couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. I
1: get. That. I understand as a coach. I that 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 gotta be your mindset. You draw the play up because he drew the play up, and his mindset: this is what it's going to take for us to win. Right. You know what I mean? And I get. Like I said, I understand Phil's side, I understand Pittman's side. Right. You no, know I mean? the the person in the whole documentary that I guess had the roughest time. I think the roughest time was Cool Coach. Yeah. Yeah, he when he was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It was that dad going, man, I don't even like to say that yeah. name. That that Jim. Yeah. And like like he, you 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 and I get like he was mad at the uh um, I get why Scotty, when, he, when Mike said Scotty being selfish, and people was talking about, oh, you don't understand his money. Mike was not talking about the money side. He was talking about handle your business, whatever your business is, when right. it's time to, it's time to play.
0: Right. Because Jordan, so, Jordan had a bunch of stuff I, outside of there, and he still yeah, still made it happen, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I, I get that part, but I, I I understand why Sky was mad. But I get why he made why even when they told him not to sign that contract, I get it, right? When you don't have when you come from the dirt, exactly, yeah. You just look. You need I need longevity. I need money. I got because I got to take care of all this. Even though it wasn't a great contract to sign, but that the G, yeah, you he could have easily fixed that a long time ago. Mm. When you were
0: a short little piece of, yeah, man. They try. They, 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 tried, they tried to. They try to. Uh, you know, again, the ESPN thing. It was like you know everybody's giving Kraus a hard time and stuff like that. It, it man, like that guy clearly. And then you know the way they, the way they picked on him and Joe was like, hey man, we about to do practice and everything. And they kept going at him like, dude, that right there. When the players, you know, this this is pros. So we talking about, you know, guys who already went through all high school, college, all that stuff. They're pros. Right. So they're, they're, their 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 mentality is gonna be different. They gotta be like that to to maintain and stay at that level. And like Jordan Ooh. say, man, if Jordan was like, hey man, if you can't take me in practice, man, you ain't you ain't gonna take Charles you Barkley. You ain't gonna take. Yeah, you, you can't do it. You can't deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> so so uh, you know, they people again outside looking in, they're treating like the pro guys like you know, pick up uh, BNBL and stuff like that. Nah, these are pro guys, man. Like you you. They're they're getting paid the millions of dollars. They're making billions of dollars for these guys and stuff like that. So they didn't. Again, it was like, oh man, George, they should have been more grateful and stuff like that. Maybe, but man, you can see. I mean, I I don't know Krauss, man, but you know, what I mean, I, I don't know how they painted it, man. But he went, that didn't look good for him, man. But like I say, that's what it was. <laughs> like he, he was just he one of these people
1: that wanted to be the athlete, right? He they said the
3: uh,
1: and he never was. Yeah. So he wasn't getting the credit that he thought he deserved. Right. So, so it, it, he could st- he could take back seat to players. He couldn't take back seat to Phil. Right. So Jack. that's what hurt him. Like, nah, man, forget. I take. I just sit behind Mike and Scotty and them. Yeah. I ain't sitting behind you. You know what I mean? So his mindset, said, like, this man done won you three championships. How can you turn around and say um, you ain't coming back? Right. Like. Give me the rhyme or reason of what sense that yeah, really. Man. Made. It was so blatant. You man. didn't even say that. It, it mm-hmm. was, but the fact that you wanted to be the guy so bad, yeah. like, and I'm gonna tell you, a lot of short, stubby people at these complex, Napoleon, the Com- Napoleon, because- Napoleon,
0: Napoleon, complex. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like say you, 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 and that man hands down destroyed your greatness because you think of the Celtics. Like each, each dynasty was able to lose it on the court and pass the torch. Right. The Celtics passed to the, 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 the uh, Pistons. The Pistons passed it. You know what I mean? He passes the boy. It, it was a it was an actual a passing of the torch. But he didn't allow that to happen. You know what I mean? Because they she, Chicago should have been able to lose it on the court. Mm. I think they won another. I think they could have won at least one more. Yeah. I don't know many more, but they at least could have won one more. Yeah, they would have cut mean,
0: the team together, man. They would have they made, made it happen, yeah.
1: And everybody said they was going to come back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you was so arrogant and you was so, you know what I mean? And and then find out that the owner said that he told Phil, but Phil Phil made, Phil he did the right thing. Coach Jack like, uh, why put myself back in this situation right. when well, you got somebody who, who's out for you? Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's crazy, but like I say, Power, giving power to the wrong people, is a dangerous thing.
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah I've dealt with that in, in education. You know, what I mean, the wrong person got power, and no matter what you do, you're not going to please them. So they're going to try to attack you, no matter you're doing everything right. You saving kids, you win. You doing thing right way, but this, it's just something they don't like about you. The like, yeah, because you, because some people, everybody wants to be a star. So when you get in a certain position, you expect that that position will make you a star. No, right, a
2: star. Right,
1: right. You could be a star and be at the bottom of the barrel. You know what I mean? You could be at work on breakdowns and you could be a, you could be a uh just a clean table guy. But you got a star stud quality in you, it's gonna show. You know what I mean? And that's what people don't realize is not position doesn't make you great. Right. Great for with within, you know, and those that don't understand that they try to stand in their position like he did. Because, you know, every, every time he talked, he was always talking about, it's not players or coaches that win. It's, it's the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that, listen, that was man, Drew, it drew it was like. Organization ain't making no buckets. <laughs> yeah. Organization ain't, no ain't making no subs. Organization ain't keeping it, this robin out of control. Yep. Okay? So, now nah, play your position. You could have sat back and smoked your cigars and just continue to be great. Yeah. But your well was, I built this. I'm going to show you i can build it again.
0: Yeah. So again, on, on oh, yeah. for that thing, man. Like I say, on the uh, I'm a, I'm gonna wrap up here in a second, man. But the mm. uh, the um, the again, outside of the sports aspect, again, it just the the light, It was a life, cause I again, I take everything, I, everything I do, sit down and watch, man. I try to take life value, life, uh, you know, value out of it, and it, and, mm. and and even you know, that thing taught me, man. Like you can, have, I mean, you got you got to have an ego in, in certain aspects, but you got to learn when to kind of pull it back and and assert it, and uh, mm-hmm. one thing is like with me, man, like that guy is like you get you get oblivious to like the goal or whatever, you got your own thing going on, and like for him, man, he just, oh, in short, that it was so blatantly obvious what he was doing, man, it was ego driven, and like, you know, they yeah. said it, they pointed it out in a documentary, yeah. and it wasn't like slander, yeah. it was like, hey man, this, this guy it just, is- <laughs> and they showed a the picture of him sitting in the back of the bus, or in the middle of the bus, and he just, the look on his face, like and, and Jordan and over, yeah. they were talking and partying. You just see, like, man, I got all this money in the bank, and I'm still unsatisfied because still are, yeah. I'm 5'4 so and everything. Yeah, yeah
1: you unhappy you with yourself. <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? so 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 you inflicted that on everybody else. Yeah, so that, that's telling you a position and money don't bring greatness yeah. and don't bring
0: joy. Yeah, yeah. and he probably that respect right there. He probably figured because he's a GM. Like you know, when Scotty was, you know, Scotty had, you know, they said Scotty was going on there pretty hard and everything. Um, he should have been. Yeah, and it's it's like you're not. He probably thought that a position was going to gain respect. And I went in the military. That's one of the things too, man. It's like you know, you, you're men. Yeah, one guy is higher ranking to you, but at the end of the day, you're still you're you're grown men. So when right. when the guys that all the guys respected me because yeah, I would outrank guys in the military. But at the end of the day, when it got when there was an issue, some some leaders will, or some guys, will, quote unquote leaders, they would give them paperwork. We call it. They would just write them oh. up. I would right. take I would take my guys outside and man and man hey man I'm an E5 you're an E2 we're man let's talk what's going on and then after that man they had respect for me they did whatever I that's asked kidding. and they their supervisor they would kind of like blow them off and I'm like dude I'm like hey man you can't you can't give this dude paperwork and have him sign it and think that's going to fix it you got to talk to him you got you know to hey,
2: hey,
0: find out
1: what makes it what what makes things change yeah. like but people don't realize like I say suspending the kid or putting the kid off the team. You know, oh, that's not always the answer. Yeah, yeah. I spent time as a, uh, I was a behavioral third uh, and behavioral at a school. Mm-hmm. And when I was athletes that got in trouble in class, I would make them do push-ups. They would do push-ups <laughs> until the pre was over with. And then when, one time I was like, um, I don't think that's fair that you don't give these kids the athletes in school suspension. I said, well, do me a favor. Look up how many athletes come to my office And get in trouble again. And she's like, oh, and she went back and she went through all the data and came back, and and you could see a look on her face. I said, it's not (laughs) about the the punishment. When you want something to happen, you gotta gotta do stuff to get changed. Right. Send these kids to school suspension, ain't gonna do a daggone thing. It's it's a break from class. Yeah. But but doing these push ups for this whole period, oh, you can put it up for the next three days. So when you think about academic class, you're gonna be like, I'm
2: gonna go ahead and chill.
0: Yeah, man. You know, so, like I say, that
1: that's what it's about. It's about getting results.
0: Shit, yeah. Shit every kid every coach should be a goddamn behavioral therapist, man. When you get like, well, after <laughs> after all these years of dealing with all these guys, man, and then like it's probably now when you deal with your own kids, like, man, this is this is because you already know, you already know, like you've been around so many kids, you already know the tricks. You already yep. know, you already know what they're gonna say before they said, man. And then like you know, again, like with my own kids, again, I, I'm a, I, I never really been in those positions as a coach, but it's like it's like seeing a seeing a, 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 a you, you see him grow up man and it's like you yeah. know what he's doing before he does it cuz you have done it or been around and everything <laughs> man and, and then getting them there so my wife like with well, my kids um they're the I don't it's g- genetics is real man like genetics oh, yeah. genetics yeah. is like i just you, you you don't see it until you have your own kids <laughs> like dude that guy like he's doing the guys doing handstands and he's running i can see my my second uh, son Dude, like he already his traps and everything already? He's only like two, and he can see the the muscular. I'm like bro, like this. So like I know he, so he's weird. he's gonna be the he's gonna be like the what the mezzo. My other was going. He's gonna be he's gonna have a more wiry tall frame, and then the girl okay. she's she's like you know baby she's, she's she's all you know the baby. So they look like the little Pillsbury dough baby right now. <laughs> but the uh, but yeah man, you see like this the grip the the hand strength. Like my first one, uh, he broke the cat's tail. And uh, he, uh, the doctor was like, "Nah, he's only one." I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, he took the he he grabbed the cat's tail and he like they grab it, he bent it yeah. up, and I ain't know cat's tails or they, they can. Oh, you'll know, see, so broke the. He, broke. And he almost had to cut it off. So he uh. did X-rays, and the, the cat bone was like, one was you know was like separated, <laughs> and uh, so it grew back. when his tail got still got like a little kink, and it. it never you know can't grow back and everything. But uh, mm. just the the hand strength and like the I got got him up here doing jujitsu and. Uh, just rolling around and everything, I'm like, dude, they're gonna be uh, judo. I'm like, dude, I'm like, my wife think I'm joking, I'm like they're gonna be judo Olympians, man, 'cause they're they're Japanese. And I'm like, they're gonna, you know, what I mean, I got I got this, I got the skills, but my thing is, and I now I know, man, it's like I got to where I got. I'm not gonna be one of those dads that's gonna live through their kid because I, I see that all the time. But at the that's same that's time, I got enough mm-hmm. skills to get them up to the level to when they get to a coach or get to their that's sensei. That's they got it. They That's got, they're gonna, I'm, dude, I got the mats out here right next to me, man. They're gonna, I'm gonna make them cry, man. They're gonna be doing, you know, burpees. They're gonna be doing all this stuff, man. I'm gonna be doing it with them, yeah, you know? stay in shape. But it's like, my wife's like, they wanna do, like, Japan is, they try to make the kid go one way. I'm like, you, you gotta introduce them to multiple things that way they can pick. Can find out what their niche is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they, yeah. and also they do that, they do this piano stuff. I'm like, no, I play trumpet, I was pretty good at it. But they do uh, the, they do this non-confrontational stuff like they want to do swimming. Nothing against it. They want to do swimming, piano, violin. I'm like, ah, yeah. If they got if they got enough strength after judo and jiu-jitsu, cool. You can right. do that. But I'm like, look. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, look. It's a give and take. Yeah. I'm like, look. And I told my I told my uh, my buddy who's like his sons are smart. And I told I told him this face to face because he didn't play sports, and he takes days off. Man, you're and and probably watching this now. I have mean, I already talked to him about it, but. <laughs> it'll be cold. All, it'll be cold outside. Hot outside. He'll be like, "Oh man, I'm gonna go on like, No, nah, I'm gonna do. It's 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 20 degrees out there. I'm out there. It's 90 degrees out there. I'm out there, and uh, go, I'm go like, out. bro, like that that uh, what you don't have is that grit, and we also do different yeah, things. In yeah. The military. So I'm like, hey man, like when it gets hard, man, you can't be, you can't quit all the time, man. And that's you what I'm telling her. It. The violin ain't gonna really do that for him. The violin right. practice ain't gonna really. You know what I mean? They ain't going to put that in them. So sports like, is a must, yeah, like I said. Got you. They, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, they ain't got to
1: be, you ain't got to push to be professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports is a must because the lessons, the, the lessons you learn from a sport, you can't find no well You else. can't you find that can't. in violin practice or piano practice. You know what I mean? You you might find it in a band because even in a band, you got different. roles got you of, your rules, yeah. yeah. So that's something different. But like I said, you can, you can give them, they can have that pop, but you gotta have that, that sports world because it's like I say it it, it grows us.
2: Yeah it
0: grows great ways. It's that toughness, man. You can't you can't you can't get it, man. Like one thing is you know, like it's funny, man, because I like I'm looking at you on the camera, man, and I could tell and it's like one thing, your All football players got is that 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 lump right there, man. That that uh, <laughs> like all guys, and I, I don't know about you, man, but I got that take a knee knee, man, where my right knee is like I don't I can I don't got feeling in it because you know we take a knee out there in Emerson, it's the, the dirt uh-huh. and the rocks. So my uh, my knee is permanently like it's discolored, and it got like there's no feeling in it because we take a knee, take a knee, take a knee. So I'm like I'm pretty yeah. sure all ball players got those same things, man. We take a knee on the left or take a knee on the right. You got that your knee is kind of more tougher. They got the you know they got the they got the uh, you know the, oh one down the Ravens man McAllister man he had that big ass lump on his head man, and uh, yes. so it's like that thing man you get <laughs> from the, the, the tricks of the trade man. But yeah it's it's man ball is um. That toughness, man, and, and uh, you know, getting that bell rung and getting back. It's like, like you said, a metaphor for life, man. You get knocked down, the cane. Uh, I remember the first time I ran into that Chris Kane guy. I'm like, man, what the hell, man? Because I, I hit him. I didn't drop but I felt my life leave my body for a little bit. Yeah, he was bad. Was, was was, because he just, and he, all the deal, he just, I just came down the, the, the gap. He came up and filled it, and I just hit, we just hit hits. And I just remember holding on to him like I was falling back, though. And I just held on to him, man. Then I, then he kind. as the play was over. he just kind of looked at me like, "Good play, man."
1: Like, yeah, like, he's huge, man. he was special. Yeah. Like I, I, I watching him and Mark yeah. battle. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. In my Mark sophomore year, I mean, it was just like a, <laughs> it was like two Mac trucks just all game, just bam. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, yo, I just like that's exciting <laughs> because you know I me mean? because Chris Kane was the guy and
0: Mark was the upcoming star. You know what I mean? It was just. Yeah. Yeah, man. I miss it, man. I miss it, man. Like I said, it's one of those things. Again, guys who are watching who happen to be playing, going to ball D1, D2, high school, man. Just do do it right now, man. Don't wait till it get. I'm 37, man. It's always like you get older, you look back. And we don't. Again, we don't know. We don't know. It's like we see it as like, you know, you know, coaches and teachers talked down to us, giving us shit, man. But we didn't know you guys already been there. You already did all that stuff Ooh. and everything that Ooh. you're trying. to – Those hills and everything, man. Like that hill, man. That hill, Ooh. that hill made that hill made or break broke you, man. And like that, that hill was. Uh, I, I it, it didn't. Luckily, I, man. Every time you guys put me on it, I, we, we did it. We didn't. The, the one thing, man, was the, the you guys had us doing the backpelling up the hill. That was. That that was different, That's, man. <laughs> that was, that
1: is, no, like I say, it's just I'm gonna put a picture of that hill up. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put one, gonna put one up. Is, one. Is, every every time I put it up, the comments just go oh, yeah. Free.
0: I'm gonna and put we'll put one is, up one there, man. But yeah, that hill is uh you know, and it's like that. It's built into the school. You ain't gotta pay for it. It's already there, it's man. And then running that running that lap, running those miles, and then you go up the little ramp and everything come down. Like yep. man, that that was a Emerson man was of all this Emerson. This had it was built for. Like they had the hill, they had the field right there. It's like you know, Step, yeah, yeah. every,
1: every it, it's just a it, it's a perfect place,
0: yeah, for torture. For, for, it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Cause you, had to, you had to small. Everybody wanted that small hill with the gate right there, cause you know that was a little hill. So you yeah, go, you go, yeah. you go right yeah. there in the gate, right there. Then that was like the little, the the small punishment hill right there. Then, but then Coach White was like, "Hey man, let's go around to that back hill." And you guys like, "What do you mean? Like, let's go to the hill, man. You'll see."
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. White said back, back <laughs> when when he was in school, though. You know, it's another part of the hill where the trees grew up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole nother part like that because in we I got to put, Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 it yeah, yeah. up the hill. Yeah,
1: and Aaron, rest in peace. I said, Aaron, they can say, when you take the tie back down, just roll it softly and stay with it. Man, he just spun the tie, and that tie jumped and it went, and, and I've <laughs> never seen that it again. <laughs> That's like gone. Yeah, man. It's still way back in the back of the woods
0: with a rope wrapped around it. Yeah, man, but that but Emerson, man, uh, you know, every course everybody's biased towards the school they played at, man. Like I so said, I didn't, you know, he mm-hmm. played at Dunbar, you came to Emerson and everything. One thing I didn't know straight the back, I didn't I didn't know Coach Pete was at uh, Dunbar before mm-hmm. uh, before Emerson and everything, so that was like knowledge right at the top and everything, but...
1: He at Emerson first. Oh, yeah? And then- then he moved to Dunbar? went to Dunbar, and he came back there.
0: And a little bit on Coach Pete, man. Coach Pete, he, he 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 went to Morgan, correct? Went to Morgan, and then he, he, he uh, played. played he, went, he, he played. He went. He started. He played at Douglas, mm-hmm. then he went to
1: Morgan, and he got. He made it to the, the Jets. He won the last cut for the Jets, mm. but they they moved him to DB. Mm. Back then, you know, they wasn't having yeah, you no know, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean, they were not They were not going to do it. You know. Man, uh, but, yeah. Look, look! Look! Sit down. Look at us now.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Give us an opportunity and let us go. You yeah, know, man. and, and that, it's a blessing, man. It, it took a long time, but hey. At certain positions, we can't play because we can't think. Because we can show we we think just as well as everybody else. Yeah, man. It is, it Take is, the labels off. Let them go. Yeah, I I, I get you know what it. I'm proud of what Lamar Jackson did.
0: Yeah, man. Think about think about that. Right again. I said I'm a to wrap up, man. But I got I got a guy sitting downstairs in my security camera. But yeah. the um like I did one thing when I left uh University of Maryland, um not being able to play because of my own doing, my own thing. Again, math like you said before. Um, I actually I um in in college, man, I failed 101 twice. They put me in remedial. I failed that, man. It was just like I kind of my in my mind. I was like, man, this just ain't for me. All the teachers mm. were speaking different languages, so not only math, but I got an Algerian teacher trying to teach me math in her her language. Okay, that, I'm yeah, like, then I had different. then I had a Korean that barely spoke English because Maryland was very diverse. Right, uh, right, right, so, right, right, Yeah, right. man. So they and they they weren't really like you said when you got there, they respect you to already have it in more. So they weren't they didn't mm. have time to go back. There was no time for that. And uh, even the, the, the remedial right. was just like a little computer thing, so you can click through it and and do whatever man so math ended up being my Achilles' hill and i and, and you know kind of now i knew i could have buckled down but i was chasing girls i was on a team and all this stuff and everything mm-hmm. and and um but yeah man it, it was just you know it was just one of those things man when you, you look back at all all the faults and stuff like that you see how it is and everything but you know it is what it is you can't cry about it you, you did what you had to do and everything and you kind of got to move on and move from that but again man um again one thing from you guys man it's just the the tenacity and everything I learned, I gained from Emerson is definitely a, a main reason why I'm successful. Now I run an international business worldwide by myself, man. And everybody's like, how you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like I get up at four o'clock in the morning, every morning I do it. I do my done. paperwork, everything. I'm like, I don't need, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather do it by myself, man. Than where I'm at right now and in Japan, whereas Americans that the military, they got it obligations than Japanese who don't really want to work with an American because I'm, I'm American. I'm a black guy, whatever. They don't, they don't see it or whatever. Mm. So I make it happen. And when guys see my lot and see the organization, like, dude, how do you do all of this stuff by yourself? I'm like, dude, I'm from Baltimore. dude. I make it you happen. It I make it happen, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. That w- w- Wisconsin ain't putting that thickness on your skin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. not saying it is easy out there because you got the farm boys out there that work on the farm and everything, yeah. but it's different everywhere. But we had all that plus, you know, the imminent violence, the danger, all that stuff, man, and multiple ways to to uh, to get in trouble, man. One thing I didn't do back then is uh, I know that we used to win. We beat everybody. Guys out there who know Emerson, man, we had a good run. And uh, we, we, were no, we were we were always the top, but the guys would go to the club. I never went to the club with those guys, man, because I'm like, dude, I know what's out there. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, and, and luckily none of our guys never got, they maybe got some scraps and they see the guys in there. Cause you know, we play, Bro. guys who don't know, we play against the guys and the guys go to the club together and they're like, hey, man, I, I would we would have beat you if this. I'm like, nah, dude, you wouldn't have beat us no, no matter what. You know, summer summer school, summer school was, um, cause I used to, I mean, there's a dude, Sheldon, that played at Force Park. It was Sheldon and some other dudes. They had a wide receiver dude had like dreads and like gold teeth and okay. everything. Okay. okay. And, um, we see him in, in, and everybody will wear their jerseys to summer to summer school, and, uh, uh, and the, so you got the you got the Forest Park news, you got the News you got because everybody goes summer school in one spot, right? So it's like all the football players in one corner talking about you know it wasn't really the poly guys there because you know they 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 had their own thing they did when in summer school, <laughs> but uh, you get all the city guys there in summer school like yeah man how'd your game go I heard it because it wasn't no back then it wasn't no, it wasn't no Facebook MySpace so everything was news, no everything later, was newspaper. Later. So we talk about the game and everything, man. But it, it was a good experience, man. Like you say, man, all that stuff. People like, man, why? So why did you, you know, why did you do all those laps, like, man? It was it was simply to, to be a part of that team, to wear that jersey on game day, and do all mm-hmm. that stuff. That again, people also looking in who listen to this thing, or watch them, man. They don't know like what what it what it does to to why why sports guys are like that. Is of course there's being seen as a winner, but there's a, mm-hmm. there's the team and being all that stuff, man. So again, man, you guys were. I mean, just how I started it, just how I'm ending, it, man. It's just like you guys were uh, detrimental uh, to to our development as as men and everything, man. And it's like you know, it, it always will be there. There's nothing that's going to change that. Now again, I'm gonna try to hope all other coaches out there watching. I'm gonna try to get Coach White on here and Link or whatever. Okay, else, man. I again, talked to him last night. Yeah, I talked, talked to him last him, night. Is,
1: and uh, Sam, Sam is my uh, it's Chloe's uh, SAT teacher. Oh yeah. Yeah man, I yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. yeah, Co-
0: keep I keep my, my family close. Yeah, and that's the thing, even with Coach Sham man. Like Coach Sham, like the field, it was like he, he was a different guy on that field. He had that, and I, you know, I know Coach Sham played a little bit of pro ball too, so he had that, uh-huh. that that mindset where he would change it. to let's let's do this. And then outside of the thing, I was I couldn't read him because he would talk to me like, yeah man, how's how's your looking and everything. And Coach Sham was one of those guys that he was like, hey man, you Fire. know, he's like. Stay on, stay on, them books and everything. And I got that scholarship mm. to Maryland, ninety thousand dollars. I got the mm. uh, the scholarship to Maryland and everything. And then he was like, "You can't play ball I'm like don't playing ball." So I couldn't play ball the first year. Uh, until okay. The, and I walked right on, and everything, man. So luck, you know, Coach Sham, like, cause he, you know, not saying that he kept it real, man. He was like, "Yeah, hey, man, it's kind of too late to start getting things done." Guy, scouts looking at you at ninth grade, and up. So like to, mm. to start getting it going in junior, sophomore year is kind of. Too late for you, man. So he was like, he he told me straight up. He said, "Hey, man, make sure those books are good, man, and everything." And then I came back, you, and uh, I walked in the gym, and um, I had my I had my uh, my my uh, university railing, my, my uh practice gear on, and everything. And Coach Shan was one of the first guys. He was like, "Man," he was like, "Man, I I told you you could do it, man, and everything." But you just you just fucking did it too late. I, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> so was, I mean, I forgot what he said exactly, man. But it was pretty much around oh. those lines, man, where he. He was like he kind of he kind of looked at me like yeah dude you could have been doing that here could have been you could have been doing he that seen here
1: something. one day like I say he seen something didn't he? yeah and, and I, that's one I, thing like I say when it, when it's certain and that that's that's, that's just being a coach yeah a, we, we see something in our players before they see it and sometimes it takes longer for them to realize it yeah. You know what I mean? They, yeah, sometimes they realize it's too late. Sometimes they realize on time. But
0: that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, it, it definitely, man. Every, like, I'm a, I don't know if you know, man, I'm a, I'm a pro uh, professional driver as well uh, here in Japan, mm-hmm. man. And that's one thing, too, is like, I remember, uh, like, I didn't want to break my car because I was driving it. Then I was like, man, this you got to go. So I I, mean, I, mm-hmm. I remember I went and the particular people that was there, like, do you start messaging me and everything? Like, hey, man, you drove hard. And also I drove eight hours uh, from my home to go to this race or whatever. And okay. um, it's like one of those things, man. Like I'm sitting at the line, about to go. say like, man, I gotta go, man. Like, whatever the results are, you just gotta put it all out there yeah. because if you if you half fasten it, ninety-five mm-hmm. percent,
2: it could be someone yep. out
0: there watching. Somebody you, opportunity. Yeah, yeah, man, so, you gotta take advantage of yeah, every opportunity. Yeah, man. So it definitely trust me, man, it, it definitely plays a part in that stuff, man. But again, man, thanks for the time and everything, man. We oh, we definitely. didn't even, we didn't even touch on how I mean it was, it's just so I mean it's so deep, man. We so many issues, <laughs> the the Colin Kaepernick stuff, man. I I follow you, all your posts, oh. man. So I see all the guys on there, man. And like one thing about your post, man, is like People don't like real, they don't like real talk and they don't they don't they wanna they wanna be sugar coated like, hey man, like you say about that when the when the kid's killing the kids like, hey man, like you said, and I I didn't even realize like like dude, every dude does play, even if it's for two weeks, everybody in the city played on some team, man. Yep. Some team somewhere.
1: Some kid that we want that that you ain't paying attention to, what giving that love or a kid you sent away. Yeah. You sent them away from you and the streets pipping them right up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. And then you had some guys like, you know, you had, you know, like Al Speedy, you uh, you had Al Speedy, man, who, you know, was fast as hell on, on, on a thing, man. But then like now Speedy's living in, I think, Ohio or something like that doing real good. Uh, and and uh, but, you know, he, it was like that once you got him, you got him, man. And sometimes you would get guys off the streets. I wasn't in the streets at all. Then you got guys that like they were they, they just every time after practice, man, it was like. You're doing good and building them up, and then the streets will take them down. And then every day, mm-hmm. it's that build up until they would miss yeah. they would get locked up or whatever. And that's the yeah. again, that's that thing again that again coaches and coaches in Nebraska, Wisconsin. I keep picking on those guys because they're over there, but they just ain't dealing with that. You know, that's a different. Yeah. They ain't dealing it with that.
1: I like, no. even coming to Delaware, coming yeah. to Dover,
0: everywhere has they they
1: had everybody got issues. Right, they issues just ain't street issues, right. but they <laughs> have issues, You yeah. know what I mean? So, like I say, me personally, I like to deal with issues I can relate to. Right. You know what I mean? Like one thing about being in the city is I knew I knew we was facing. Right. You know what I mean? I, I I ain't. We dealing with kids who might at not ate in a couple of days. Yeah. And that a kid who mad that you know mom took their car away. Now you, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like if people don't know even even think about like Wolf. I, when I first met Wolf, when I first got to Edmonds, I didn't know Wolf was going to practice, going to work, then coming back to school. Like, I don't even know when he was sleeping because he was sleeping homework. I, I said, boy, you can't keep sleeping in here. And he broke my story there. And I'm
0: like. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. And Wolf, that's, that, 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 that's, that's real. Yeah, Wolf had, Wolf, I, I didn't, again, he, Wolf was one of those guys, man, When I, you know, being a teammate of him, man. Um, I didn't, you know, he just, I could tell there was like you know there was something different with him man like he had this mature like his the his maturity level was was a whole yeah. yeah and then looking back as a yeah. man like dude he was wolf was saying stuff in high school that that 35 36 year old dude start saying when he start realizing life like wolf was deep yep. in high school man like he deep. you know he he, 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 yeah. he, he went wouldn't, he wouldn't you know at times he would like you know he, he would you know kind of act like us or whatever or kind of like joke but he always had like that that strong my, he yeah yeah. the strong mindset yep, right and everything man I, that was he was one of the dudes man that i now love i love giving a you know providing a crackback for that dude man and making him have that cut score and everything man so again man i just start i was playing my role man i was like hey man i ain't gonna be the guy but i'm gonna help these guys do what they gotta do yeah. and, and that's the yeah, thing yeah, that's man. the role about. player man it's just and that crack crackbacks, man that that's a that's a man that that feeling when you run through somebody and they just fall and that, that, that that's a man, guys out there. my deal, my boy uh, Dorsey. Uh, Dorsey was one of my guys. That oh, man, that dude was a, a hitter. And we just cracking the hell out Dorsey's <laughs> like, hey man, you hit that dude. I'm gonna hit this dude. Like, all right, cool. Let's do it. We used to target yeah, yeah, dudes man. out there. Like, who looks scared out there? You can you can see from 50 yards away who who don't want to be on that field right now on the kickoff because that kickoff yeah. that's the most violent part, I believe, man.
1: By far, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> by far. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it.
0: I loved it, man. Like, you, you're getting that sideways stance. You're just like, I, that's my guy. I'm going on that gap, no matter what. I remember one play, man. It was um, I didn't, I didn't actually uh, I remember it actually because you were right there. It was you and Coach Sham right there, and I actually I went harder because you was right there. It was City, uh, and it was the guy who was running to the side. He was like tiptoeing. What I was trying to do was actually see if I could split the two guys, but I just hit him. I hit both defenders square. They stopped, and hit the guy ran right into the back of them and off. And I'm like, man, I didn't make the play. And you and Coach Shams, oh, yeah. like, man, you was like, man, y'all was going crazy. But I'm like, I ain't do shit. He was like, but I didn't realize that uh, the dude hit the defender, went out of bounds, stopped the play. <laughs> and then I, and then I can remember, man, I know I, I was like, I was trying to go so hard to actually, I wanted to hit both of them back into the guy. But it, uh, I just, it just stopped. It, it, it was a loud pop and everything. Oh, yeah. And 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 everything went good right there man and you know it, it's it's your job yeah man it was it, I was thinking about that play all the time man and everything man but it, it's um again man it thinking about it man it is definitely you know give me it, it gives me energy like, I'm about to go through my day right here and do some stuff and everything man it's just um the high school stuff, man. It was definitely not a waste of time, man. So again, man, I know you don't feel that way, but I mean, just to, for for a player to tell you that, man, it definitely I think it feels like man, validation. Sure. Where none of the moments on that field was a waste of time, man. I picked up every less every conversation that or any advice you ever gave to me, man. I I, I took heed to it, and I again I apply that to this day, to this very day, and forever, man. So that's, that's, what, that's, what that's right the day, best man.
1: part so, about being a coach. That's yeah. it. That, that, it ain't about money. It's about that right there.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah man, so hey man, I'm gonna get out of here man. I keep checking my clock right. right here man. It's hard to get again. I want to keep talking and everything. Well, but definitely man, I'll try to. You know, I try to bring. We'll do it again. And bring guys back in and um, give other okay. guys man and everything. So like this will probably air probably like uh what's, today is what on well, my today is Friday your time, so probably hmm. uh I'll, I'll mix this up and everything. Probably about tomorrow it'll be online and everything so okay, I'll share it around man. Right. again brother thanks for your time uh, man thanks, thanks for, for having me thanks for the guidance all and the lessons and um, again man it's just a very thankful brother uh, to have you as a, as a brother as a coach as a friend all that stuff man and um, just know that I ain't I ain't embarrassing Coach Jones's name out there man ain't nobody ain't nobody ain't nobody getting nothing over on me man so it, it's, it's, yeah, uh, keep doing your thing keep being great all right, I bro. love it alright man but I'm gonna get out of here man I'll see you later man all right, man. Okay. All right. Take Bye. care. All right, guys. It's going to be Down sign off from Pengu Style Masala Japan. Just go ahead and make sure you guys go out there and uh, like, subscribe, and share and do all that stuff out there again. Follow the page if you're listening this long or watch this long. Just go ahead and make sure you go you go ahead and like, like, subscribe, and share. Just make it worth your time and everything. So, again, guys, it's going to be Down sign off from Masala Japan, uh, Pengu Style. See you guys later. Be safe out there. and Protect yourselves, but don't be scared, but protect yourself and everything. See you later. Down signing out.